0: Dalinar stood in darkness. He turned about, trying to remember how he'd come to this place. In the shadows, he saw furniture, tables, a rug, drapes from Azir with wild colors. His mother had always been proud of these drapes. "'My home,' he thought. "'As it was when I was a child, back before Conquest, back before Gavilar.' "'Gavilar? Hadn't Gavilar died?' No, Dalinar could hear his brother laughing in the next room. He was a child. They both were. Dalinar crossed the shadowed room, feeling the fuzzy joy of familiarity, of things being as they should be. He'd left his wooden swords out. He had a collection, each carved like a shard blade. He was too old for those now, of course, but he still liked having them as a collection. He stepped to the balcony doors and pushed them open. Warm light bathed him, a deep, enveloping, piercing warmth. A warmth that soaked down deep through his skin to his very self. He stared at that light and was not blinded. The source was distant, but he knew it. He knew it well. He smiled. Heroes of presents Stormpod. A Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 2. Words of Rating. Just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 89 and epilogue. Um, This is the end of the book, everyone. We are going to still have another episode after this. So this is the penultimate episode of the season. Um, We're going to do like a wrap up uh, chat and we're going to talk to Joel about theories and predictions. Um, But this is the end of the book. So we're going to read or Jack and I are going to cover this next chapter, chapter 89 together. Um... And then the next chapter after that is going to be another live read. Uh, So I think we're going to end the books on live reads now. I think I really like that idea. Um, Anyways, this is a long thing to say. I hope that you're all caught up. Um, We're going to be spoiling the entire book probably and the book before it. Um, So if you have not caught up in your reading or you've picked the wrong episode, I really suggest you go back and make sure that you have the right one. And I really hope that not only did you enjoy this whole season, that you'll enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host Sean Q, and he has always been a master at forging bonds. It's Jack. What's <laughs> up, man? Well,
1: it's uh, it's it's uh, Bond. Dalinar Bond.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, um, Mr. Bon- Mr. Mr. Mister Bond, Mister Bondsmith. Yeah,
0: Black- Mister Bond, Blackthorn Bond. Blackthorn Bond.
1: I am digging this. Yeah. I'm really, I'm well, this chapter, of the four, the final chapter of words of radiance. It's amazing. It's,
0: it's pretty great, an right?
1: Amazing book. It's yeah. such a good
0: book. You're not done yet. You still have the epilogue to read tomorrow. You're going to lie read the epilogue tomorrow, I know. but in essence, I this is the end of the book, right? The epilogue is always just an added little flavor thing at the end yeah, to kind of set right. up the next book. So it's this like is... dessert. I've, I've <laughs>
1: just finished, finally finished the seven courses of the main meal, and there is still dessert.
0: I think I believe, truthfully, <laughs> this this might be a spoiler, but uh, I'm going to say that this is not a dessert at the end. It's more like oh. a shot of amaretto. Something sweet, but it also burns.
1: <laughs> oh. yeah, little little burnsy coming. Up. Okay, I'm, I'm excited.
0: Some
1: little burnsies. Um, this chapter rocked. The yeah. four. First of all, the title. Wow. Yeah. The four. Right. It look. It looked like it was going to be three. Yeah. What did you think about that, buddy? I was <laughs> like, "Oh, well, it's fantastic. I um, I I love." Th- you know ho- having that ace in in your back pocket yeah where you just get to reveal it and and you you've... called it a
0: long time ago buddy you called I it a long th- time ago. i did yeah yeah, yeah. but e- but even still um you had suspicions early on and then you kind of went mm-hmm. away from it you thought more about it and then you went away from it yeah and then um and then just recently in the last like five chapters or five episodes yeah. you were like well, i think he might be a radiant and then you yeah. also then second guessed yourself again and kind of went away from it did a little I? bit. Yeah. yeah. But you, you, you did call it. Like you're going to get points that on that. sounds like for, me. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, this, this chapter begins with um, another excerpt from the diagram. Again, love the diagram. I think it's such a cool thing. It's amazing. Floorboard 17, of course, paragraph two. Uh, every second letter starting with the second. So again, that interesting that, so this is collected by grabbing every second letter. Well, if we, if is we, is that, is that how we turn to interpret that?
0: Well, uh, yes, for sure. Because I think the yeah. last one that was like this was every first letter or every second letter starting with the first. So it would have been just a, like a jumble of letters. Right. And then there's right? half of it meant the first ep- epigraph that we read like it. And right, then the other right. half meant this. I'm not sure if it's the same. I'd have to right. look it up. Same Buzz, Buzzkill yeah. Joe probably already has all this figured out in a document somewhere. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, well, it says here there has to be an answer. What is the answer? Stop the Parshendi.
3: One of them, yes. They are the missing piece.
1: Push for the Alethi to destroy, to destroy them outright, before this one. Obtains
3: their power. It will form a bridge.
1: Dude, that's that still gives me chills. It's c- cool, right? It it will form a bridge. Yeah, but like, dude, yeah. I I don't I don't know what it means. I I, know,
0: um, I, I I wasn't able to unpack it. There's a lot. Um, I, I find there it's has hard to-, to
1: be an answer. What is the answer? Stop the Parshendi. One of them. Yes.
0: They
3: are the missing piece. One of them. One of? One of them being one of the Parshendi? Right. Eshenai? Maybe. They are the missing piece. Push for the Alethi to destroy them outright. Hmm. Push for the Alethi to
1: destroy them outright. That sounds almost like the expedition. Like, like Dalinar's whole point of coming out here.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, after the meeting went south with Eshinai, Dalinar was determined, okay, this is it then.
0: Yeah. We gave them a chance. We gave them one last chance. We gave them a chance chance
1: for diplomacy. Yeah. Yeah. So it almost is like something is, I I don't know. I'm not sure if this is suggesting that, you know, that Dalinar was urged to do this on purpose. Like almost insinuating that he's being played.
0: Well, we know that Taravangian and the, his members of the diagram have tried to pull strings everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, who knows, man? Like, who knows how deep goes? I don't know what this
1: means. Um, the one, okay. To destroy them outright before this one obtains their power.
0: This one could be Kaladin. Well, I think if it's this one, it might be still the same one of one of them, right? Before this one obtains their power. Yeah, but still in reference to... their power? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but one of them is capitalized after Parshendi and this one is not.
0: Because I think that that one after Parshendi is the beginning of a new sentence. beginning of a... Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm before this one obtains their power. But if if it's one of the Parshendi, then wouldn't they already
0: have that power? Well, I think it says, push for the Alethi to destroy them outright before this one obtains their power. What happened when Ashnai obtained her power? She was able to turn everyone else into storm form and call the Everstorm. So maybe this is saying, destroy them outright before Ashnai can gain her power of storm form and screw all this up and create the, the Everstorm. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. But... It will form a bridge is, doesn't seem like it fits, but I don't know. It's to f-
1: destroy them outright, it will form a bridge. That's kind of what it's saying, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 cryptic, but I have to admit, it will form a bridge. I just, I don't know, I just liked, I love the language. I thought, yeah. oh, what, is, what does this mean? Someday? Anytime the bridge is in there, it's great. I know. Right. Dalinar stood in darkness. He turns around trying to remember how he'd come to this place. He saw the furniture, tables, a rug, drapes from Azir with wild colors. I, I always love the mention of Azir.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. Such a wonderfully it's cool fascinating. place. Fascinating.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really. Uh, the city that's, of that's, brass
0: or whatever it is or the city yes, of. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. And with all the mosaics and. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm really into it. My home, he thinks. As it was when I was a child. Back before the conquest, back before Gavilar. But hadn't Gavilar died? No, Dalinar could hear his brother laughing in the next room. He was a child, they both were. He was feeling the fuzzy joy of familiarity, of things being as they should be. So this is cool. This is him having another vision or a a memory, or it still could be a vision.
0: What, the thing that I like about this is that he, later on, he says to the Stormfather, he says, like, did you send me that vision? Mm-hmm. And he's like, right. no, and I didn't send it home. to you. Right. And I think that Dal... It's, it's kind of cute. I, I like the idea of maybe Dalinar having just a regular dream. Just a regular that, old dream.
1: That, that he probably was has been denied from all this business. So it's kind of like. Right. There was no he's vision. Returning.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he only gets the the, yeah. the visions during high storms. So there would be other times for him to sleep without, well, but, uh, without dream uh, or with dreams.
1: P- potentially, but we don't get that as readers. No, do we, we don't. That's
0: true. This we is the don't. first time we've so ever we... seen Dalinar maybe dream. Like a regular so dream. I, 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 I like that
1: from you. I, I really, I like that a lot. That like, this is like an example of he's able to dream again, to mm-hmm. think about his past, mm-hmm. maybe Good memories returning.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe stuff from his I past like will start returning. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll find out about Eleanor. Oh,
1: I can't wait! I, so wooden swords are. I love this. The wooden swords. Yeah, me too. I like it. So he's thinking of his brother. I just, I, I, I just love this little flashback here. Um, he was too old for those now, of course, but he still liked having them as a collection. Mm-hmm. Collecting swords. So this. I was thinking on this a little bit and again, probably not so it's not so well. So as a collection, I was thinking, okay, he genuinely, you know, likes to collect um swords. Yeah, he's just interested Maybe in he, them or whatever. Interested in them. But then I was like, okay, does that mean that you also like the conquest of, you know, collecting shard blades? Like you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. power purposes mm-hmm. or prestige? I was like, okay. He stepped to the balcony. This is um this is Dalinar. There was warm light that was bathing him, enveloping him, piercing—a piercing, piercing warmth—is how it's described. He stared out at that light, and was not blinded from it. Mm-hmm. So you know how when, when when you stare at the sun, yeah, oh yeah, it blinds you. Oh, for sure. Well, this this light that he was staring at was not blinding him. The source of the light was distant, but he knew it, and he knew it well. And he smiled. Right. Then he awoke mm-hmm. from this dream. So, first of all, so what, What's the source of light?
0: You might as well just tell me. I just just
2: give you the <laughs> just
0: tell you all the secrets.
1: Yeah, that, you might as well just tell me because so just you know, explain I just to to me what it. the
0: warmth, uh, the light, the warmth of light is, and also uh, just tell me what the entirety of the next two books is. Just quickly, yeah, yeah, why not? Cole's just, notes. Well, you cues can throw notes. that in there. Yeah, give me yeah, just a quick cues notes of the next two books. Sure. All the characters who die. (laughs) Yes. Please. Yeah, please. Okay. Well,
1: I don't really know what to make of the warm light and the source of light. He knew it well. I mean, we're about to find out that Dalinar is indeed a Radiant himself.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. So that is great that's really cool. i love the four mm-hmm. i love the band i love this this is the fab it's four cool that like right we
0: now. we kind of got two sneaky ones we we had we knew we had two <laughs> then we lost one and we only had one because you know kaladin lost his abilities And then we gained one back. Yay, he's back. And then, but we had suspicions that there was one coming because maybe, you know, Renarn was something. Maybe. And then we got the sneaky one at the end. The
1: sneaky one. uh, Sorry, Sean. I just I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about Adolin. I can't even believe what
0: we're about to talk about. Yeah, it's crazy. I know, dude. I know. I've been waiting. I, dude, I wanted it's to make this a live crazy. read, bo- a chapter, I but I cannot. We,
2: we've that said the moment, last two,
0: honestly. Sorry, we've said the I last could, two or three episodes that every chapter could have been a live read chapter. I initially wanted yeah. to read you the Adel oh and Sadius thing, um, but I, uh, I, yeah, the Adel and Sadius thing, I was. Lowered. Okay, well, we're we're Literally almost there. Let's finish this, this. We're POV almost there. Here, but
1: yeah. I, I, okay, so 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 Dalinar awakes from this warm light that that, <coughs> that he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the source of light? Could it be his spren coming back? It's warm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now he's a bondsmith, so he's I think a you know one of the radiants that is good or talented at forming the bonds between spren is that kind of part of their role
0: not really sure not really sure okay can't really okay. tell you. you don't you barely get any information at the end of this chapter. uh this chapter, right so right i'm true, not allowed to give right. you any more <laughs> any more information you know what
1: i i have to admit i do like the bondsmith smith in terms of the language uh, with the with the word Smith right because I like I like Dalinar you know he's he's this Badass but he kind of seems like he could be a blacksmith right right but you but know Forging like the, relationships forging, and bonds and like yeah I, I I can't I can't begin to guess what Dude unite them is but unite them unite them right Forging the bond, dude, like this is right? incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't think about
0: that in terms of forging okay, the Okay. We're bonds, talking about a, ch- we're talking about a POV this that comes like two amazing. POVs from now. Let's, let's get to the, Okay, let's finish this one.
1: Okay. So a week has passed since. since <laughs> I know Dana you're excited. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Those from the war camps uh, arrived none too soon. The everstorm had not yet returned, but if it moved like a regular high storm, it should be striking any day now. Right. So again, we talked about this, they're safe, but they're not safe. No. They're, they're, they're safer, I think.
0: I think they're safer than any of the other people in Roshar who have Parshendi just hanging out in their their villages as the uh, the everstorm passes because one of the things that we read in the last chapter was right. that that everstorm is going to infuse for lack of a better word or turn these par- <sighs> uh, p- parsh parchment into like badass into storm, form. storm form into storm form or or, or something. We don't wow. even know really know what it's going to do yet because the storm form parshendi yeah. called the storm and we yes. haven't seen what the storm has done to regular parchment because there were no regular parchment out there. The Alethi army left right. all their parchment back at home, and everything that was already out on the field were already storm form parchendi. So we don't know what the Everstorm, the, the effect of what, what the, the Everstorm will, will be do. on the yes, parchment. We have no idea. Oh, man. But something is about to happen, and they're really afraid. The thing, they, they assume that the Everstorm is going to bring about. The Voidbringers, the Voidbringers, yeah, right.
1: And we already know that. And I was saying to you that i wasn't necessarily convinced that the void Bringers had to be Parshendi. the Parshendi, right? Like, That's true. It it could have the potential to be another group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if these, what, what was the idea with the um, with the red spren that we saw?
0: They were floating. The in ones the, flying around. They were flying around
1: yeah. in the Everstorm, right? because if the parshendi rejected it for whatever reason or sort of if the Parsh- if the Parshman and or parshendi could reject it mm-hmm. then maybe someone else who's more power hungry might right like this queen for instance
0: we don't know okay let's get to it
1: um contemplating that warmth that he had felt this is awesome mm-hmm. i i i'm thinking maybe it is his spren that's what i'm thinking now okay so that's really cool. If it is, what had that been? He's thinking it had been an odd time to get one of the visions. There we go with the odd language again. Mm-hmm. He checked with his guards. There was no high storm uh, blowing. Contemplated. He started to dress. He wanted to see if he could get out onto the roof of the tower today. And That's really cool. What a great... so we, we we get a POV change here. Yeah. Um, we're going back to so this is adelin Um, this is unbelievable. This is an awesome, awesome. What happened here is it, I literally had no idea that this was going to happen and very surprised, um, unnerved, but also was, I guess, I, I guess I enjoyed this revelation of Adolin, but ultimately I'm very concerned. You know, yeah. like, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know whether it's just good common sense to, you know, cut the head off the snake, right. basically. Like, if if that just is, and that's all there is to it with Aylan, it's right. just that. It's like, I'm doing what my father wouldn't do because of his, you know, you know, his being bound to honor doing the old ways having a history with Sadius, right. all of, all of these things these all these shackles or things in place Adelin just and 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 we'll talk about it but I I can't help but wonder is this out of character for Adelin I, I or think, is it just another part truthfully there's a was, line
0: that he says we'll get to the the yeah. actual line when he sure. says to Sadius Youth, you know, you, you assume that my father is a good man. Yeah. And I'm like my father and I'm unfortunately not. Unfortunately for you. Yeah. And I think what this means is that he was wrong. This is a really wrong, cool dude. moment where Adelin kind of like reveals his alignment on his character sheet. Like he's never, re- he's left the alignment block on his character sheet empty. Yeah. He didn't want anybody seeing his character sheet and seeing what it said. Right. And he's now said, you know what? You thought I was, you know, true good or whatever. But yep. I'm not. Yeah, more chaotic this, good, or maybe lawful neutral, or maybe not yeah. lawful neutral, but maybe chaotic good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Adelin we,
1: we have learned in this chapter. We have learned you do not mess with Zoolander. <laughs> you do not. You just because he likes fashion does not mean yeah. he's not willing to throw down. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm terrified right now of all models and um, <laughs> yeah, people and fashion. Just yeah. Just stay away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first sentence of this POV As Aelin walked the dark hall So we're back in hallways right
0: away mm-hmm. hallways. Again, another, another thing that happens in a hallway I couldn't say it be- to you before
1: Of course, we're back to hallways of, in, in Uru Thiru. Um The world had just shifted like a door on its hinges And yeah, and we're getting another one of those shifts yeah. in, in a minute His causal betrothal had been that of a powerful man to a relatively minor scion of a distant house, but now Shalon might be the most important person in the world, and he was well what was he mm-hmm. what was he now?
0: What did it matter? What does anything matter anymore remember how well like i, I, I can't help but, i can 't help but feel that he might
1: be having a little um like, a, like a, a bit of a feeling like, you know, I was Adolin, I'm the duelist, right. I am my father's son, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am... Like third in line mo- to the throne. I am more competent than Renarin. Right. I am higher born in a higher position than Shallan. You Shallan, you're lucky to be with me.
0: I don't know if he ever, any of that stuff, those last yeah. two or three I, there, I, know, I don't think, think is really Adolin's personality.
2: Doesn't he think about it a little bit more here? I know, but,
0: but, but I know, but,
1: but, but, but in terms of the language here, it's saying a door has been, has been, the world has been shifted. Yeah. This is a shift.
0: It is for sure. And he's thinking,
1: he's saying, he's saying that he was a powerful man. Mm -hmm. Now Shalon might be the most powerful person in the world. And he was dot, dot, dot. We get an
0: ellipsis. He is an ellipsis. He's, he's like, what, what, what is he now? (laughs) Yeah, he's a—he's just a, like a dramatic pause. He's like, "Hi, I'm Evelyn.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Dot dot dot. <laughs> I, I I get what,
0: what you're saying. There, he? There's definitely—I mean, what was he? He literally is an ellipsis, right? He—it's what he is right now. He definitely is, um, questioning his role in all this, right? Um, right. You're—you're uh, um, you're, you're one of them too. Can you fly like he can? Remember when he said that to Shalon about, uh, um, Kaladin, like Kaladin's mm-hmm. radiant, you know, his, right. his girlfriend's a radiant. It's just, where does he fit in with all this stuff? And there might be a little bit it of. It could be
1: just that. Like, where does he fit in? Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, but there could be a jealousy me, that his. Part of me wonders. The power like, dynamic he, in his he relationship. Feels, he feels, diminished and he feels like, you know what? I am gonna do something that people
0: are gonna remember my name now. Oh, okay. You think that's where his you know, state of mind is? Is like I
1: don't. I don't really know. I'm just
0: throwing out ideas. I'm just saying really fun words together.
1: <laughs> okay, so he's he raises his lantern and then makes a few marks with chalk um, in the area that he is. I really um, like to this indica- to, to indicate that he's been here. Mm-hmm. I do too, because this is part of his whole exploration right. component, right? Mm-hmm. So he's making markings. The tower was huge, and it refers to his duty of exploration. So I, I do like this bit. Uh, and again, it was very d d to me. Mm-hmm. He turns around, realizing that he'd, uh, he'd gotten far from the rest of his scouting party. He was doing that more and more often, getting far away. I read into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, we just had the, the world has shifted. The door has swung. I was powerful, but now Shalon is the most. What? What am I now? And then it. Then we get this little indication that he's been, you know, drifting from the, from others more often. Right. Being alone mm-hmm. more often. Wants to be alone and in isolation is is my note. Maybe, like I don't know if this is good. Right. Right. And he hears voices ahead, down a corridor, and he thinks, "Was that Sadius?" and it was the high prince stood with a scouting party of his own Aedlin cursed the wind that had persuaded sadius of all people to heed the call to come to urthiru mm-hmm. interesting that we he thinks the wind brought him here right and in a in a minute i have a little theory about stone coming up okay mm. stone sadius gestured for a few of his soldiers to go down one more branch of the tunnel-like corridor his wife and a few of her scribes went the other way. Adolin watched for a moment. He raising a lantern, he could see a faded painting on the wall with animals from mythology, from children's stories, a mink-like creature with the mane of hair that burst out around behind its head. What was it called again? It says in the text, so it doesn't really have the, the name of this. I can't wait. If we, I hope we find out in the future. Mm-hmm. Adolin turned to go, but his boot scraped stone. This is important for me.
3: Adolin turned to go. Right. He was
1: going to leave this encounter. Right. But his boot scraped stone. And the stone, this made noise. Right. This alerted Sadius to his presence. The wind brought Sadius. The wind has done, seems to have brought other characters together the stone seemed to want this to happen.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, it's I a little,
1: a little something, yeah. something there. That's that's how I was reading into okay. it. Like the stone wanted this to happen. Right. It's like you were going to turn away. No, hmm. no, you're not getting away unscathed. Right. Your boot scrapes the stone. Ah, Prince Adolin says, uh, says Sadius. He was wearing white. <clears throat> Sadius. Adolin says, "I wasn't aware that you had arrived." He'd ignored Father all those months, and now he decided to obey. Right.
0: So Adolin is Adolin is still ticked. Of course. And that Everything has been prevalent. Everything since, is since fine it, since here. The tower. Everything is fine. Nothing bad's going to happen. And then, in a little bit here, Sadia says, "I'm going to take it all away from your father." Oh. And when he does that, that's it. That's when it snaps, right? But everything right now, even in this moment, everything's fine. They're doing their, can I bring, okay, let let me just uh, stop here for a second and and bring up this whole, we've had three really important Sadius Adolin face-to-faces in this book. Two that are foreshadowing this moment, right? At the High Prince meeting, Sadius literally sneaks up on Adolin. Adolin turns around to leave. Right. Sadius really know is it's right there. there and he bumps into yeah. Sadius. right? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. again at the wine house, Sadius he turns around and Sadius is right there looking at him. And remember we talked about how Sadius snuck up on him twice and we had worried about what the third time might lead to. We had had this hmm. little discussion about this. Well, this is the third time and Adolin is about to get the jump on sadius not the other way around was was about to was right. about to right but what i'm saying but is then was go ahead well was about to get the jump
1: but then denied it in a way from his boot scraping the stone
0: right well i i think that i, I think that he was going little, to turn away like he, there's a little imagery here because i think that these last two times when sadius kind of got the best of adolin in this like mm-hmm. these like mm-hmm. moments um mm-hmm. it's I think it's like a uh, it's definitely foreshadowing this moment here where then Adelin could walk away should but then he yeah. he surprises you know a, a Sadius surprised him the first time at the meeting then he surprised him right. again at the wine house and now yeah. right. Adelin gets to surprise Sadius in the most crucial way when he takes him out. Right. And I just I wanted to remind us about the these things that happen throughout this book because Sanderson, remember, you know, these two or three part reveals, you know, he plants a seed and then he lets it kind of come up and so this is right. this he he like this was part of it the entire time. We we were always going here.
1: It's so it's it's so crazy how this this moment just hangs on the edge of a knife. Yeah. It could just go either way. Right. Uh, I wasn't aware that you had arrived. This place is remarkable, says Sadius. Remarkable indeed. So you acknowledge that my father was right, that his visions are true. The Voidbringers have returned, and you are made a fool. I will admit there is more fight left to your father than I'd once feared. A remarkable plan. Contacting the Parshendi, working out this deal with them. They put on quite a show, I hear. It certainly convinced Aladar. You can't possibly believe it was all a show. Oh, please. You deny that he had a Parshendi among his own guard? Isn't it convenient that these new radiance include the head of Dalinar's guard and your own betrothed? Hmm. Sadius smiled, and Adolin saw the truth. No, he didn't believe this. But it was the lie he would tell, and he would start the whisperings again, trying to undermine Dalinar. Why? Adelin asks. Why are you like this, Sadius? Because it has to happen. You can't have an army with two generals, son. Your father and I? We're two old white spines who both want a kingdom. It's him or me. We've been pointed that way since Gavilar died doesn't have to be that way it does your father will never trust me again nadalyn and you know it i will take this from him this city these discoveries it's just a setback
2: can
0: i can we stop here for a second i want to ask you a couple wow. of questions here yeah this is crazy crazy so this plan from sadius is just enough truth you know um, yeah. Kaladin is a knight's nice radiant. He's the head of Dalinar's right. guard. Shallan is your, you know, your betrothed, and she's also a radiant. They, they mm-hmm. met with the Parshendi on a secret meeting in the plateau. Um, Relaine was part of the, the guards, uh, with the bridge Four. there's just enough truth to it that he's able to spin it. It's actually really masterfully done this plan. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really great. Adolin here.
1: It's wh- what I think is interesting is that it said in the text previous page that he had what, that he had seen the truth or heard the truth. What was it?
0: Yeah. He smiled and Adelin Adolin knew the truth. When he said those words, right. when he put saw all the truth. connections. It says, yeah.
1: In my, in, in my text says Adolin saw the truth and I was thinking he saw it. Renarin is a truth watcher. A truth, uh,
0: truth watcher. Yeah. So
1: seeing the truth. Right. I watched the truth.
0: Maybe that's a little, so I was, a, a tiny little foreshadowing to what's up to come could, with Renard. Could yeah. be.
1: Yeah. And and when I first read that, I thought, well, is Renard involved here at all? Is he is he helping his brother see the truth of the matter?
0: Right. Um, so I was actually curious about well, that. He hasn't, I, I, I don't he, think that's, Renard hasn't really even told anybody what's going right. on with him until this next moment, right? right? The other thing right. I want to point out here before we, we continue on to the big moment is Sadius says, even at the very end, Mm. so it doesn't have to be this way, and he says, it does. It does. Your father will never trust me again, Adolin. You know it. Do you think that there's a part of Sadius that wishes Dalinar would trust him again? Maybe not for nefarious reasons to try to get over on him again. Like, almost like he's saying this, like, He'll never trust me again. That is not an option. And the only option I have therefore is to ruin him and take over because there's no going back now. Do you kind of think that maybe he wishes he could go back even a little bit? You know what? I think, I think no.
1: I think Sadius is poisoned from the past with Dalinar somehow. He is too, I'm just going to chalk it up to this one. He's too jealous. Right he's jealous of Dalinar. There's something that happened in the past where the Blackthorn took the glory, got the, potentially got the girl. I, I, I don't know what it is, but there's something that happened that um, that um he just can't let go of. Right. And wants to keep Dalinar into a, uh, you know, he wants to keep him, you know, downtrodden, humiliated or killed. Right.
0: I don't, I, I believe um, like you do. I don't, I don't think that Sadius is to be trusted here at all. Um, but, he's I, but I clearly saying say Dalinar, what he's going
1: to do. But I just—I f- think Dalinar wishes it though.
0: Yeah, I think that Dalinar probably wishes it more than Sadius. Right. Um, but the, yeah, this—the the line, "Your father will never trust me again." Like, I don't know. There's there's something there that like even he's only he's even saying it like because you know Adolin saying it doesn't have to be that way.
1: Yeah, you're you're right in that him bringing up your father will never trust me again. Like, it's weird because there there was a conversation between Sadius and Adelin earlier. Where I thought there was the potential that, like, Sadius wanted to take Adolin under his wing,
0: and he does. I think after he got rid of Dalinar, because he saw yeah. the, the he saw the potential in Adolin. Man, he is a right. great duelist. He he's the like potential his father he didn't really realize. Yeah, because Sadius was there be- had a blackthorn yeah. in his life before, and if Adolin is even a shade, even a small shade of that, then he could be really useful. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We don't really. It's it's so sad that we 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 don't get to see that materialize. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but okay, it's so pretty, this, uh... pretty bold of him to say that he, he says it's just a setback. Mm-hmm. Wow, so so confident. Yeah. Adolin stood for a moment, staring Sadius in the eyes, and then something finally snapped. That's it. Adolin grabs Sadius by the throat, with his unwounded hand, slamming the prince, high prince, back against the wall. The look of utter shock on Sadius's face amused a part of Adolin, hmm. the very small part that wasn't completely, totally, and irrevocably enraged. Irrevocably, enra- that's a pretty interesting way to describe our yeah. friend Adolin. Here. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it, it,
0: these are you know
1: you know what this is reminding me of. Hmm right here with this enraged this is this is Baravar. this is uh <laughs> yeah the, this is uh, our friend in the, yeah, in our in the D&D, D&D game yeah you're right yeah he's polite
0: and uh, you know very cordial and then snaps and, to a point yeah. yeah yeah i like this because this he's, is these, this description of Adolin is n- is nothing like we've ever read in these books before right right
1: he squeezed, choking off a cry for help But Sadius was a trained soldier. He tried to break the hold, taking Adolin by the arm, but Adolin kept the hold. But he lost his balance, and the two of them fell in a jumble, twisting and rolling. This wasn't the calculated intensity of the dueling grounds, or even the methodical butchery of the battlefield. This was two sweating, straining men, both on the edge of panic. Nice. Remember
0: how I said last time that, like, you know, that really passionate kiss between Adeline and Shallan was maybe yeah. the sexiest thing. This might be the sex- second sexiest thing that's ever been written <laughs> in a Sanderson book. This was two sweating, straining men, both on the edge of panic. Like, that's pretty great. <laughs> Ad-
1: yeah, I mean, I, 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 I love the fact that previously they describe it unlike the dueling grounds, unlike... The methodical butchery of battle. Mm -hmm. This was something raw, visceral. It's like the two of them realized that their fates now hang on in 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 a in a. A twist of fate. Yeah,
0: it's like a little dash of a naked shower fight in Eastern Promises. It's just like you know, <laughs> this really weird fight that is also raw. Okay, I'm not, I'm not quite there with you. I, I'm more sorry. In the, I'm uh, still hung up on the sexiness I, of this line. Sorry, I, I got carried I, I, away. There, guys. I'm more,
1: I'm more into the, uh, I'm more into the like you know, Adolin, It's, I, I'm not sure that Adalind no, knows or knew that he could defeat him. Right. Yeah, because like, that had been part of is, it too, the whole book. He's like, Sadius is the, uh you know, it's like sneaking up on the devil himself. Right. You don't know what he could do. I mean, I, I was expecting potentially some great power to emerge from Sadius that we had never seen before. Right. And that Adelin's confidence got the better of How him. How
0: shitty would that have been, eh, if Sadius had turned out to be a Knight's nice well, Radiant? And you're like, fuck, really?
1: Well, not a Radiant, but. Okay, uh I want to ask you this earlier. Is there an opposite to the Radiance in terms of an order?
0: Um We don't know. We know they fought the Voidbringers. We don't really know anything about the Voidbringers other than they they keep coming back and they cause desolations. We we really don't know anything about them yet.
1: Maybe what if the Voidbringers as a name is like the way we refer to radiance maybe and what if there's only a few void bringers not like a whole bunch of like uh you know how it's a we were thinking it might be affecting uh all the Parshendi or all the parchment mm-hmm. like maybe the void bringers is select and few yeah maybe it's a good
0: uh right yeah it's a good thought
1: um okay so a so
2: The the two
0: sweating,
1: straining men. So now I can't get Eastern promises out of my head. That's funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Vigo. I didn't mean to. Vigo's buttocks. Yeah, maybe Vigo could play Um, Sadius. Ooh, I'll keep that in my back pocket for my. uh... Sadius, not bad. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little. Maybe. Mm. Okay, continue. He continue.
1: He seems borderline dalinar for me, but okay, both on the edge of panic. Aelin was younger, but he was still bruised from the fight with the assassin in white. And yet here he is tussling with another mm-hmm. uh, uh, man in white. Yeah. Sadius struggled to yell. Adelin slammed the man's head against the stone. Adelin grabbed his side knife and he plunged the knife towards Sadius's face. But Sadius got his hand up. Mm-hmm. Adelin grunted, forcing the knife closer and closer. The knife's tip was touching the end of Sadius's left nostril. Adelin now begins to speak because I think this is when Adolin realizes I've got him. Yeah. And that's why he begins to speak. Yeah. He says, my father thinks I'm a better man than he is. Right. Unfortunately for you, he is wrong. With a surge, Adelin forced the blade up past Thaddeus' nose and into the eye socket, piercing the eye like a ripe berry, then rammed it home into the brain. Sadius shook for a moment, blood pooling around the blade, as Adolin worked it to be certain. Vicious, dude. He worked it, like... He worked it. That, for me, is like, that's Adolin with... It's beyond intent. Mm -hmm. Like, he absolutely... You know, is going to take nothing less than the death of Sadius.
0: Right. There's a little tiny two words that you skipped over. Not that it's a, a big deal that you did, yeah. but I, it's my favorite part of this whole thing. The very last sound uh, that right. comes out of uh, uh, the Sadius is oh, Sadius, Sadius, Sadius whimpered. Sadius yeah. Whimpered. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your silver tongue and your your plans and your schemes are not going to save you now. You all you get at the very end, Sadius, is a whimper. Is a whimper. Fucking yeah. love that. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> it is good. I you know you know what's funny. Maybe I skipped it subconsciously when covering this with you because because I I kind of wanted Sadius to have that you know that thing that that Adolin didn't know was there, you know. Like some the, kind of power, an ace in the hole, like something that he just di- didn't, didn't realize,
0: you know? I don't know. I think this works great because but this, this, Adolin this is, well, catches him right off guard, right? It's certainly shocking. It, it,
1: it is great. It's beyond great. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there was a part of me that was expecting Sadius to, to, um, uh, to show something new. Yeah. A second later, a shard blade appeared beside Sadius, his father's shard blade. Sadius was dead. Adolin stumbled back to not get blood on his clothing. This is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I wanted to put this in the journal where I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, uh, this is so shocking with regards to. Um, Stadius being dead, but of course Adilyn's character to the forefront, but n- not on my cuffs, please. Like my cuffs.
0: Yeah. I think that the, you know. I think it actually works more because he doesn't want the evidence on him. I know, But it's I also know, hilarious that I'm he's just, a fashionista. Right. It's absolutely right. yeah,
1: right. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It, there's a practical thing with regards to the evidence of the of the. But of it works for both ways and, and for sure. In, that's a good question. Is this a crime?
0: Fuck yes, it's a crime. He murders okay. him, dude. He doesn't challenge him well, to a duel. He doesn't. Yasna
1: Yasna in in the alleyway.
0: Preemptive. Yeah. That, Is it a crime? I feel like um, it might be slightly different. Um. Mm. But but maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's very similar to that. Um. It's definitely not like sending an assassin. Alethi culture actually would rather you hire an assassin and kill hire him an assassin than do it yourself, right? right? So. Adolin stumbled back not to get
1: blood on his clothing. Had he just murdered a high prince? Mm-hmm. He stared at that weapon. His father's shardblade. blade. Neither man had summoned his blade for this fight. The weapons might be worth a fortune, but they do less good than a rock in such a close quarters mm-hmm. fight. Shardblades blades not going to help you in this no, sort of scenario. No,
0: exactly. A side knife. A side knife took a him side out. Knife. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Adolin picked up the weapon and stumbled away. He ditched the blade out a window, dropping it down into one of the planter like outcroppings of the terrace below. It might be safe there. After that, he had the presence of mind to cut off of uh, to cut off his cuffs, remove the chalk mark on the wall by scraping it free with his own blade and walk as far away as he could before finding one of his scouting parties and pretending he'd been in that area all along. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting about this last bit, which I think is the last bit that has to do with Adolin. Right. In this book, mm-hmm. as, far, as far as I know, I don't know what the, what the, what the epilogue is about. but Right. Um, so after that, he had the presence of mind. So he was thinking about doing
3: this. right? But that doesn't mean that he did. Right right
0: yeah so he cuts so his he cuts, was... cuffs off right and then i love here where he made chalk marks on the wall he actually uses his blade his um shard blade to cut a layer of the wall off so that it's not there's no evidence but did he do this though see the way that i'm reading this is that you know
1: after that he had the presence of mind to cut off the cuffs i think
0: he does it i think he totally okay. does okay yeah he covers his tracks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I absolutely think so.
1: Okay, but um, we shall see. let's. Uh,
0: um, neither man uh, summit his blade. The weapons might be worth a fortune. They do less than a rock. rock. Thoughts of coming more clearly. Picked up the weapon. So he picks up Oathbringer. Right, but then he draw. But then he yeah, ditches he it. Ditches it in like a planter outside. Right. Um, there has been no evidence in these books so far that fingerprints are a thing. So Adolin doesn't have to worry about <laughs> fingerprints on Oathbringer. <laughs> Thank goodness.
1: Well, we do get another POV change yes, here. We do. Um, we're, we're back to Dalinar, who's finally figured out the locking mechanism, pushing on the metal door at the end of the stairwell. The door was set into the ceiling here, the steps running straight up to it. But the trapdoor refused to open.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Despite being unlocked, he'd oiled the parts. Why wasn't it moving? And he thinks, Oh, it's the creme, of course. Mm-hmm. And he summons his shard blade, makes a series of quick cuts, forcing it open. It lets him out onto the very top of the Tower City, and he smiled when he was up there. Five days of exploring had sent aelin and navani into the depths of the city tower. Dalinar, however, had been driven to seek the top?
0: So I read this this time and I couldn't yeah. help but think of in the top room. Right. Right. The The very top of the, um in the the Sale story. Right. Yeah. I couldn't help but think that, right? Like I just, he went to the very top room, even though this is outside, I t- technically it still sort mm-hmm. of works. I don't know. I just couldn't help but think about it. It was just, it's really cool. Well, what's interesting
1: here, I think, too, is Adelin and Navani are in the depths. Right. Dalinar is going to the heights. Mm-hmm. That's what I took from it. And since we just got Adolin committing murder with Sadius. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking, well, what potentially could, Nav- could, Nav- could Navani do?
0: Oh, what's Navani up to? Really? You're going to go there? Well, you're gonna, you- I'm not going to go there. You're... <laughs> She's down there. She's down there with her like she's tapping her fingers together. She's going, what kind of
1: schemes
2: can I come up with? now? <laughs> you know, you know I had to do it. Yeah. Had to do it. Um, sorry. I'm just I'm terrible. No, it's I'm great. terrible. It's Murray. great. I
1: love it. That's great. Okay. Um Devani in the Depths. Dalinar chose the Heights. I don't know. I think there's something I'm sorry, I shouldn't say I shouldn't focus on Nivani. Adolin's in the depths. hmm D- Dalinar uh, is, 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 is seeking the top, but also it kind of reminds us what it takes to get on the top. Right. What cost? Mm-hmm. Like you could say that being here in Eortheira Ur- brought Sadius here, brought Sadius's confrontation to Dalinar's son. Right. And with that confrontation, Adolin did Adolin fail, or did Adolin do what Yasna would have done?
0: Right. I like that a lot actually. The, 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 the making that through line there from uh, Adelin to Yasna is another mm-hmm. moment where like Yasna's still around. You know, like her cold-blooded yeah um the lesson what you said earlier, the lesson. Like this is the lesson. this is Adelin saying I've go. I need to I need to do it. I'm let I'm letting go of Yasna. Officially.
1: Yeah, Words of Radiance is like getting to the end of this book. Even though as I mentioned last ep, last pod um that there's this there are powers, there are forces, there are potentially abilities to bring people back. Right. I don't know how and it's like you say with with my with Navani. It's not it's not I don't think it's healthy for me to just keep hanging on to this character. Right. Right? You know what I mean? Right. It's time I think Words of Radiance is sort of uh um getting to the end of it, uh, feels like certain things, uh, you know, are final.
0: Right. I I'll say, I'll say this, I'll say, I'll say this to you. Um, this, these books have flashbacks. We've seen them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just like is not dead in the flashbacks, we just had a memory right. that, uh, that, uh, um, Dalinar had of the, them as kids. Yeah. So, swords, yeah. so like, it might not be I the like last time you read about Jasnah, you know, there, there's I mean, always sure. flashbacks, yeah. right? Yeah. If we get That's a fun. younger Dalinar or a younger Navani or a younger, you know, any other characters yeah. there, there's always potentiality for them to come back. And, and new characters will come in that yeah. that, that are, that are know? interesting too. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, Storms this place was high, Dalinar says. His ears had popped several times coming up here, riding to the top using a fabrial lift that Nivani had discovered. Mm -hmm. She broke sorry, she spoke of counterweights and conjoined gemstones, sounding awed by the technology of the ancients. As he knew it, that was her discovery had led him to avoid climbing up some hundreds of flights of stairs. Yeah, it's awesome. He stepped to the edge and looked down. Each ring expanded out a little farther than the previous one. And Shallon was right. These were gardens. Each of the Outer Ring is dedicated to planting food. He did not know why the eastern face of the tower was straight and sheer, facing the origin. There were no, there were no balconies along that side. Well, isn't that because there was once a presence that
3: was coming from the origin? Right. The high storms. Right. So... When he says that he doesn't know he did not know why the
1: eastern face of the tower was straight and sheer hmm. as if to uh, as if to brace from from a storm, yeah, right?
0: that's true, eh
2: hmm.
0: interesting.
1: He leans out distant so far down that it made him queasy, and he picks out the ten pillars that held the oath stones. He can see the people arriving in groups, the flashes on the shattered plains of these oath gates as people um, Continued to come. Right. They they flew Hatham's flag or Hatham's flag. Now that he saw those pillars, from this perspective, he recognized that there was one of them in Kolinar. Right. It made up the Dais upon which the palace and royal temple had been built. Shallan suspected that Yasna had tried to open it, open this oath gate there, but the woman's notes said that the oath gates to each of the cities were locked tight. So isn't that cool that from up here he looks down? And he sees it. He's like, Wow, he, it
0: looks very similar to this.
1: He can see the pattern. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right? And then he thinks of Kolinar and he's like, oh my oh, god. It's like about this.
0: perspective again. He sees it from a right. different that's right.
1: perspective. perspective. That's right. Yeah, it's really cool. I love, that's that's one of my little highlights. So all um, it
0: sounds like from what Yasna was able to figure out, that she thinks or she thought that these oath gates all these other oath gates were probably locked, mm-hmm. but that probably her hope locked, yeah. was that the one in the shattered plains had not been, and it was left open. Had, had been left open, right. right? Right. Now, it it was locked, like it had to be opened, right? But it had to be opened, right? It had to be opened. Yeah, you're right. Um, but maybe so. Maybe Yasna didn't know how to open it when she tried.
1: Oh no, I don't think she did. Shallan hoped to figure out how to use the others, though their tests right now showed them to be locked somehow.
0: So it sounds like she tried to become... maybe travel to other gates from Urthiru and couldn't.
1: The tests showed that they, that they were were locked. I'm not sure if uh, Yas if sorry, if Shalon had left here or not. I don't think it really says that. It doesn't but, say.
0: But the only way that she could t- test it out would be to instead of having the you know the, the shift the whole room to mm-hmm. um, back to uh, Storm Seat, which is where um, right. Shattered Plains is, she right. could go to any one of the other locations. But they they weren't working. She could only travel right. from one to the other. That's it.
1: If she managed to make them work, this I really like, Mm -hmm. the world would become a much, much smaller place. Right. I like that. Yeah. Because, because I do know the word Cosmere. Right. So I kind of feel like this is like the beginning of that realization for me as a reader into this. Now I haven't read other books or something like that, but making, making Roshar smaller makes, I think is a really It fits well with the whole idea. Yeah. Potentially, and and again, I I don't know what Cosmere means really. Yeah. But my, when I say the word, I think of it as like um referring to like a universe or a a galaxy mm-hmm. or something something along those lines. Assuming there was anything left of it, she says, "Yeah, because there's still this threat of the right, Everstorm. right? Yeah, total annihilation knocking on the door." Dalinar turned and looked upward, regarding the sky. This was why he had come up to the top. You sent that storm to destroy us, he shouts. You sent it to cover up what Shallan and then Kaladin were becoming. You tried to end this before it could begin. There was silence. Why send me the visions and tell me to prepare, Dalinar shouts, and then try to destroy us when we listen to them? A voice responds and says, I was required to send those visions once the time arrived. The Almighty demanded it of me. I could no more disobey than I could refuse to blow the
0: winds. (laughs) I love that.
1: Yeah. The Stormfather had replied, blessedly. He had replied. The visions were his then, Dalinar says. And you the vehicle for choosing who received them? Yes, says the Stormfather. Mm -hmm. But why did you pick me? It does not matter. You were too slow. You failed. The Everstorm is here, and the spren of the enemy come to inhabit the ancient ones. It is over. You have lost.
0: Hmm. So yeah, the That's we got a little brutal. morsel here of what the Everstorm is. Maybe we were talked about this just a little right. bit ago. The Everstorm is here and the spren of the enemy come to inhabit the ancient ones. Right. Yeah. It's really cool. So, who are the ancient ones? Right. Another good question. Are they the Are they the Void bringers? Yeah, potentially. Right. Who knows? I guess we will. F- we will find out.
1: To inhabit the ancient ones again, the Spren inhabiting. It's like Kaladin with with their. It's like Shalon and Pattern. Hmm. Maybe Dalinar with this warm light. Hmm.
2: You know, if yeah. these
1: Spren are to inhabit the ancient ones. Then it could be a return of something else that we haven't seen yet, right? Basically, a, a counter a mirror image to the radiance that's my guess. It's hmm. a good am guess. I, am I on the right? I am mean I, on I the can't right tell time? you
0: whether or not you're
1: no you're so okay. right, dude. You're Sniffing completely right. around. <laughs> um, yeah, you're completely right. You know everything. um it is the enemy can have it it's over. you have lost. You said that you were a fragment. Of the Almighty, says Kal- says uh, Dalinar. I am his spren, you might say. Isn't that fucking cool? Stormfather is his spren. Yeah. It's but just... he pauses there yeah. before he says spren. You might, you might
0: say. How do I explain it to Dalinar? Right, mm, I'm right. I'm his spren, I guess. That's probably the best way for you to understand it.
1: Yeah, I'm not his soul. I am the memory men create for him. Now that he is gone, the personification of storms and of the divine. I am no God. I am but a shadow of one. Yeah, Isn't that cool? It's really cool. I'll take what I can get, says (laughs) Delonar. He wished for me to find you, but you, but your kind have brought only death to mine. Right. Now I am the, I am the Sprend. Of the almighty, your kind have brought only death to mine. Does mine mean spren or does mine mean that of the divine to the almighty, mm. to Th- God?
0: That's, that's a good question. That is a very good question. I think right. on the surface level, I think it means spren because spren. he right. talks to Kaladin before about this, right? He says, mm-hmm. you've killed my kind or whatever. Right. You've killed my, uh, um, you, you've done this before when he said you killed her. Right, you've killed her. Right. It's, like we, you've done I, I in the find past,
1: kind of thing. Th- with this idea with the Almighty, it's funny, like, unite them. It's, um I i guess I, I see the Spren as just that, like shards of the
3: divine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
3: What do you know of the storm that the Parshendi
1: unleashed? Asks Dalinar. The ever storm? It is a new thing, but of old but old of design yeah it rounds the world now and it carries with it his spren any of the old people it touches will take on their new forms the old people the ancient ones the
3: old people right
2: hmm
1: Hmm. yeah yeah and then Dalinar says void bringers we get a confirmation here yeah that is, that is one term for them. Right. So according to the Stormfather, that's a term to refer to the old people, maybe even the ancient ones.
0: Right. Kind of all wrapped greeners. up together here.
1: This ever storm will come again, says Dalinar, for certain, regularly, like high storms, though less frequent, you are doomed.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
1: I know. It's a little, little harsh, but, and it will transform the parchment. Is there no way to stop it? No, comes the voice. (laughs) Dalinar closes his eyes and he thinks it was as as he feared. His army had defeated the Barshendi, yes, but they were only a fraction of what was coming. Mm -hmm. Soon, he would face hundreds of thousands of them. The other lands weren't listening. He'd managed... uh, It's funny, I I like that. They weren't listening?
0: Yeah. Like the listeners. Listeners? Yeah, for sure.
1: He'd managed to speak via span read with the Emperor of Azir himself. There had been no secession war in Azir. Those required too much paperwork. That's funny. Right. I really like that.
0: Yeah. that's one of my little highlights. Yeah, it's amazing. And we um, know that the new Emperor in Azir was the friend, Lyft's friend. Right. When, he, when they were able to, when he was healed... When um the boy was healed by lift, mm-hmm. it was a miracle, and they were like, application was submitted and he's yeah. the emperor. Remember? <laughs> and then she and then he was yeah. like, I pardon everything that she, the lift's done, she can go free. Like darkness, get the she fuck out go, of here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the yeah. that's the the emperor that he's talking about, is that young boy.
1: Right. Yeah. Is that young right. The new emperor had invited Dalinar to visit but obviously considered his words to be ravings. Dalinar hadn't realized that rumors of his madness had traveled so far. He suspected his warnings would be ignored. A storm that blew the wrong way. Parshmen turning into void bringers. Yeah, these are ravings of a madman.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, ravings so, of a madman. And then the next line is amazing.
1: Only Teravangian of Carbrenth and now apparently Yaakoved had seemed willing to listen.
0: The ravings of Madman appealed to another Madman. To another, yeah, to, to another one. And we know that he was, <laughs> listening to the ravings. Teravangian just sent Zeth to kill Dalinar. Right. <laughs> right. Like And
1: Dalinar thinks that Teravangian is his He's the ally. only
0: one who's willing to listen. Wow. Harold's blessed that man. Hopefully he could bring some peace to right. that tortured land. Oh dude, that's so awesome. I just love it when it's like, I like it when we know something that a character when doesn't know, know and it's just, right. yeah, it's so juicy. It's so good. <laughs> it's
1: nice to be in the know occasionally in this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Deliner. <laughs> had asked for more information about how he'd obtained that throne. Initial reports indicated he'd stumbled into the position unexpectedly, but he was too new and Jocheved too broken for him to be able to do much. I like this. This might be the first time, I think, in the text so far that it's referred to Yakovet or a city, a place, as being broken. Right. They all were.
0: Right. Shattered Plains. Yeah.
1: Right. I, I kind of liked thinking about the places as being broken, like these Well, characters. we know that
0: Kolinar, the main city, there's riots and like he's just Riots. About, he's about to say something about Kolinar right now, isn't he? Yeah. Right here, yeah.
1: Beyond that, there were unexpected reports coming via span read of Kolinar rioting. He had heard of a plague in Pure Lake. What a mess this all had become. Mm-hmm. He would need to do something about it. All of it. That sounds like Caliban for me. Yeah, it really it is. Does. It's
0: like falls on him to take I'm, care of I'm everything. Do,
1: right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I have been commanded to refound the Knights Radiant, says Dalinar to the Sky. I will need to join their numbers if I am to lead them. Hmm.
0: That's this was exciting. Pretty presumptuous, right?
1: Distant thunder rumbles in the sky, though there were no clouds. Dalinar shouts, life before death, strength before weakness, and journey before destination. The voice says, I am the sliver of the Almighty himself. The voice sounded angry. I am the Stormfather. I will not let myself be bound
0: in such a way as to kill me. Right, because remember, he's he was afraid right. that De Kaladin was killing Syl, right? Right. So he's insinuating here that being bonded right. by Dalinar could result in his death. In his death, right? right? It's almost like it it weakens him. Not weakens him. It like puts him in in a. It makes him vulnerable.
3: Weak. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe it's really neat the, De- the language being says, used is need- really really precise right now it's really great
1: be bound in such a way as to kill me i need you says dalinar despite what you did <laughs> despite what you did right dalinar holds him accountable for sure holds the stormfather accountable the bridgeman spoke of oaths given and of each order of knights being different the first ideal is the same after that, each order is unique, requiring different words. Words capitalized. Mm-hmm. The thunder rumbled. It sounded like a challenge.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Could Dalinar interpret thunder now? This was a dangerous gambit. He confronted something primal, something unknowable. I do like that, mm-hmm. the unknowable part. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with, what, a spren, an aspect of a deity?
0: Yeah, no one's, there's, like, everyone's just kind of figuring this out as they go along, right? Right.
1: Fortunately, Dalinar says, I know the second oath I am to make. I don't need to be told it. I will unite instead of divide. Stormfather, I will bring men together. The
3: thunder silenced. Dalinar stood alone
1: staring at the sky, waiting. Very well, the Stormfather finally said. These words are accepted. <laughs> Dalinar smiles. This yes, is amazing, yes. dude. I loved it. Yes. it so good. I was getting goosebumps. I will not be a simple sword to you, the Stormfather warns. I will not come as you call, and you will have to divest yourself of that. Monstrosity that you carry. You will be a radiant with no shards. It will be what it must, Dalinar says, summoning his shardblade. As soon as it appears, screams sounded in his head, and he drops the weapon as if it were an eel that had snapped at him. The screams vanished immediately. The blade clanged to the ground. Unbonding a shardblade was supposed to be a difficult process. Yet this one was severed from him in an instant. He could feel it. Cool, eh? Yeah, it's really cool. What was the meaning of the last vision I received, says Dalinar? The one this morning that came with no high storm. No vision was sent this morning, says the Stormfather. Right. Yes, it was. I saw light and warmth. A simple dream, not of me,
3: nor of God's. Curious, thinks Dalinar.
1: Dalinar could have sworn it felt the same way as the visions, if not stronger. Go, Bondsmith, the Stormfather says. Lead your dying people to failure. Odium destroyed the Almighty himself. You are nothing to him. (laughs) The Almighty could die, says Dalinar. If that is true, then this Odium can be killed. I will find a way to do it. The visions mentioned a challenge a champion. Do you know anything of this? The sky gave no reply beyond a simple rumble. Well, there will be time for more questions later.
0: Okay, so. This is amazing. It's great. great. There's a little bit of lore dump here. Um, There is. Yeah, uh, Dalinar seems to be a bondsmith, which we knew because we read the chapter already, but this is where it gets said. Go Um, bondsmith. Odium destroyed the almighty himself. Again and with the name, to odium.
1: Odium, right? That's right.
0: And I love this here from Dalinar. The Almighty could die, and if that's true, then this odium can be killed. I really like that.
1: Right, me too. Like, the,
3: they're,
0: they're, to not helpless, they're not helpless, they're not. Right? Yeah, we're not. We're not no. done yet, kind of thing.
1: I'm not accepting defeat. Right. Even though the Stormfather's saying, "You're all, <laughs> you are doomed.
0: <laughs> You're
2: doomed." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, this is, this is huge. All of this stuff is huge. Mm -hmm. This is like what happens at the top of this, of this tower is, um, very epic. Dalinar walks down off the top of Urthero and enters the stairwell again, opening into a room with 10 short pillars ringing around it with another one at the center. Well, Kaladin asks, turning away from an inspection of one of them. Shalon rounded another. She looked far less ragged than she had when they had first come to the city. Dalinar took a sphere from his pocket and held it up. Then he sucked in the stormlight.
2: <laughs> he
1: knew to expect the feeling of a storm raging inside of him. It did not, however, feel like the thrill of battle. Right. It was different. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: that's great. It's It tells us a little bit. The thrill
1: of battle is, yeah, it's very different from absorbing stormlight and feeling the storm. He felt his wounds healing in a familiar way. He'd done this before. On the battlefield earlier, his arm felt fine now, and the cut on his side barely ached anymore. It's
0: cool because there's a moment when, you know, Dalinar gets hit with stormlight from Zeth and gets shot up in mm-hmm. the air and then Kaladin gets hit with a lashing and gets brought down. And Adolin says like when he comes down, he's glowing with stormlight. So maybe potentially right. this is the moment when Dalinar first breathes in some stormlight to heal. Yeah. Because he's already like kind of glowing with it, right? Like so yeah. yeah, it's it's really, really neat. You know what I have to so I'm gonna skip
1: ahead and just give you my highlight right now. Oh
0: okay, go ahead <laughs> go ahead. Early because, highlight
1: because this is it. I mean of course the moment with Adolin mm-hmm. and Sadius is definitely the highlight of the chapter. Mm-hmm. It's so sudden. It's so like raw. It's, it makes it makes you uh, unglued about Adolin. It um, it's a very powerful moment, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm really I, as a reader, I really don't know what the fallout is going to be from all that. Right. So it's a huge moment, but my highlight is going from this con when 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 dalinar goes up to the top of the tower he's alone looking up at the sky having this conversation we're used to dalinar kind of seeking this sort of thing Mm -hmm. he's having a vision he's having a um a dream or some kind of experience and this whole time that we're reading this chapter or this pov he's alone but but he's not yeah he he comes back from this conversation down the stairwell and there's Kaladin. Right. And Shalon. And in a minute, we're going to have Renarin with yeah, the four. Kind of come out of He's the sneaky al-
0: shadows here. Yeah.
1: He's not alone, and we don't get a POV change. The text just carries on. Yeah. This, for me, is one of those rare moments where we get these characters in the same POV. Yes, it's perfect. I love it. And I love it because it just feels like, wow, this is something forming here. Mm-hmm. And this is the title of the chapter. It's about the four. Yeah it's really cool like I, this is amazing i i that's my highlight um he knew to expect the storm different from the thrill felt his wounds healing it's horribly unfair how you managed to uh, how you managed that on your first try says kaladin it took me forever dalinar says i had instruction walking into the room tucking the sphere away the storm father called me bondsmith Yeah, Bond. Bond.
0: (laughs) Dalinar Bondsmith.
1: It was the name of one of the orders, Shallan says. That makes three of us. Windrunner, Bondsmith,
3: Lightweaver. Four, a voice said from the shadows of the stairwell. Renarin stepped up into the lit room.
1: Son. Says Dalinar. (laughs) Renarin remained in the darkness looking down... No spectacles. You stopped wearing them. I thought you were trying to look like a warrior, but no, Stormlight healed your eyes. Renarin nodded. Mm-hmm. And the Shardblade, Dalinar said, stepping over, taking his son by the shoulder. You hear screams. That's what happened to you in the arena. You couldn't fight because of those shouts
0: in your head from
1: summoning the blade. Why, why didn't you say anything?
0: Dude, this here is my highlight. He says, dude, and I've said to you for two books, I love Renarin. He's one of my faves. And this breaks my heart, dude, when he says, I thought it was me. Right. You know how, like, relatable that is? Yeah. I thought it was me.
1: I do. I thought it was me. Getting choked up here. I thought it was something wrong with me. Yeah.
0: That's really relatable. I I love Renarin. And, and, you know, a tease, but he's one of my favorites
1: my mind he says
3: but gliss he says truth watcher yeah so gliss is his spren is his spren yeah yeah gliss
1: truth watcher Kaladin asks i walk the winds she weaves light bright lord dalinar forges bonds what do you do renarin met kaladin's eyes across the room i see
0: <sighs> yeah oh, dude what is like what is the truth watcher do i see
1: i see cryptic. but it's you know what <laughs> it is going to be what well, cryptic is it's going to be a curse i think for renarin to see things i really do well look well he I saw... think he's going i think he's going to see the future
0: look what happened to him on the to. plateau
1: right right yeah Yeah it's going to be I think it's going to be A heavy burden To be the truth watcher Mm -hmm.
0: I really do It's cool I like this I like this The thinking
1: Four orders Four orders Dalinar says uh, With fries Um, No he doesn't Milkshakes All around Yeah milkshakes Four orders No Four orders Dalinar says Squeezing Renarin's shoulder With pride The lad was trembling What made him so worried Ah And that's when I was thinking it's because of things he's already seen. Right.
0: Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's what I think too. That's why he's trembling. Yeah. Because he already knows what's going to come. Yeah.
1: He already knows what's going to happen and he doesn't know. Maybe
0: not everything. Like, but like he's seen something maybe. But he's seen some things.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The other orders must be returning as well. We need to find those whom the Spren have chosen quickly for the ever storm is upon us and it is worse than we feared. How? Shallon asks. It will change the parchment. Dalinar says. The Stormfather confirmed it to me. When that storm hits, it will bring back the Voidbringers. Damnation, Kaladin says. I need to get to Alfkar to, Hearth- to Hearthstone. Soldier? Dalinar calls after him. I've done what I can to warn our people. My parents are back there, Kaladin says, and the city lord of my town has parchment. I'm going. How? Shalon asks. You'll fly the entire distance? Fall, but yes, he says. How much light will that take, son? I don't know. A lot, probably. Okay. They didn't have much <laughs> stormlight to spare. Sorry,
0: well. I was just going to say, um, Kaladin remembered he had parents. Holy shit. Right? He's like, guys, guess what? I got parents, and I better go see if they're okay. You know, I've right. been gone for a long time. I was in the army, and my brother died, and then I was a slave for a, for a year, and then now I've been doing this go- job for a year. But you know what, forgot to call home. This is
1: the first, it's the first time that his parents have been threatened. Right. And so as soon as he gets this information... He's going to switch gears and do
0: what's honorable. Yeah, for he's sure, gonna, he's, he's going to go do see something his about it. I just, I just think right. it's hilarious. I love like, it. Shit, my parents! No. god damn it! I forgot to span read mom again. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Um, how much light will it take? A lot, probably. They didn't have a lot of stormlight to spare. Activating the oath gate took a great deal of stormlight. Yeah, we've already covered that. Dalinar says, "I will get what I, I will get you what I can, lad." Go with my blessing. Perhaps you will have enough left over to get to the capital afterward and help the people there. So to get to the capital. Mm-hmm. So that's right Colinar. Colinar
0: yes. Right. That's where the riot is. So he's saying, well, while you're, while you're going to Hearthstone, maybe we can get you enough spheres to make a trip to go see what's going on in Kolinar and give us a report. Right.
1: Kaladin nods and says, I'll put together a pack. I need to leave within the hour. Dalinar sucks in more stormlight and felt the last of his wounds retreat. He sent Renarin with orders to speak with the king and requisition some emerald bromes that Kaladin could borrow for his trip. Elokar had finally arrived in the company of a group of Hardasians, <laughs> one claiming his name needed to be added to the list of Alethi kings. That's awesome. Well, that's Lopin,
2: right? Yeah,
1: that's Lopin. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I love it. Um, Renarin went eagerly to obey the order. He seemed to want something he could do. Yeah, probably to distract him from right. what he's seen. Mm-hmm. He's one of the knights radiant, Dalinar thought, watching him go. I'll probably need to stop sending him on errands. <laughs> yeah. Storms, it was really happening. Shalon had walked to the windows. Dalinar stepped up beside her. This was the eastern face of the tower, the flat edge that looked directly towards the origin. Kaladin... We'll only have time to save a few, says Shallan, if that many. There are four of us, Brightlord. Only four against a storm full of destruction. It is what it is. So many will die, says Shallan. And we will save the ones we can, Dalinar says. He returns to her life before death radiant. It is the task to which we are now sworn. She pursed her lips still looking eastward but nodded life before death radiant hmm. and that's the end of the book
0: it's the end of the book save the the, the epilogue the true end is coming <sighs> dude yeah
1: i thought it was something wrong with me yeah that's a tender moment yeah. for renard yeah, yeah dude
0: it's that's my hi- that's my yeah. highlight is i thought it was something yeah. i thought it was me like I imagine living yeah. with that thinking that you know there's actually something wrong yeah. there's an an, right. an actual reason but you thought it was just you
1: well he's he's had a rough a rough time mm-hmm. of growing up i mean adelin has advanced become this incredible duelist you know he's not been the strongest the fastest no. necessarily right he's he's had a lifetime of feeling inadequate. Yeah.
0: And we don't really even really know what their childhood was like. Right. Like we don't know. No. At all. So we don't really know anything about right. their mother too. So, um, yeah, oh, yeah it's just, right. uh, a huge it's such a, an awesome moment for Renard. I love, I love it. I just, yeah. You know, so maybe I'm wrong about that. Like it, it seems li- it seems likely that he
1: could have grown up in, um, Adolin's shadow. Right.
3: Maybe. Or, suffered some kind of event mm-hmm.
1: that, shut that shut him down it's true i don't know
0: so what's your what's your highlight again you said your early highlight was the the Uh, four just the fact
1: that dalinar is it seems like he's alone on the tower and he's alone but when he comes down and shalon and kaladin are there Mm -hmm. that was a shock to me it was a really nice surprise yeah and then the four the four kind of forming i really i like this i like the beginning of the four yeah it's really cool i really like this Mm Hmm. Well, I can't, I can't gush enough about it. It's such an amazing
0: chapter. You're technically, um, no, I was going to say you're technically done the book, but you're not really. You have one last no, chapter to I've read, got this, which is the epilogue. I've got this epilogue. Yeah. Yeah. I so can't wait. Um, we're going to record that tomorrow um, for you, the mm, listener. It'll happen it. literally in, in a couple of seconds here. So, um, yeah. Can't wait. I guess the, the first thing we should maybe say is, is there anything left, Jack, um. I guess I can't. You know I can't forget that. You know we're Yes, we're doing a live read, Left. but we also are doing yeah. an episode here. So we just finished. We um. The uh. The chapter of the four. Is there anything else that you wanted to kind of mention? Um. Quickly about uh, the last chapter. Highlights of those were um, Adolin killing Sadius. <laughs> um, it well, was the four yeah. when Renarin declared him. Uh, uh, said I am also it was, a Radiant. It was
1: for me when. It was for me when, when, when Dalinar went up to seek the heights and Mm -hmm. to be, you know, alone, as I was reading it, it seemed like, um, a solitary sort of, uh, experience. Right. And for the most part it was, but my highlight was, was that he returns from that conversation with the Stormfather and Kaladin and Shallan are right there. Yeah. And the and there's no POV change. The text just goes right to the other characters, which it seldom does. Mm-hmm. So, I just like the proximity of these characters. And and for a moment there, it looked like there was going to be just three. Yeah, but then Renarin comes in, and then it's four. So that was a that was a big highlight.
0: It's a real it's a really great part, right? Like Bridge Four. The four, there's some symmetry there a little the bit. The four, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. It's pretty cool, but but in terms of the of Sadeus, what happened to Sadius? That really shocked me. I did not expect Adolin to. I think in the text says that he worked in this side knife, mm-hmm. worked it into him until he was gone. Yeah, he stabbed it in, like, and then he like it's one of
0: those like gruesome like twist the knife kind of things, right? Yeah,
1: like Adel, I mean. His his character kind of came back because I think he sort of like recoiled because he didn't want to get any of the blood on his, on his, on his outfit or something like that.
2: So I I, I was,
1: I was kind of amused a bit, a bit with that. I was just, uh, you know, having some fun, but, but it was a serious moment. And just prior to that event, he was having thoughts of, you know, well, what am I now? I used to be the most powerful, most important person.
0: Yeah. Marrying a- uh,
1: And now now Shallan is maybe the most important person in the world. Mm -hmm. I think he felt potentially a little diminished. Or overshadowed by her. Overshadowed. Yeah. Like he's, he might be wrestling with a few of those things. In addition, it said that his, um, he was doing these explorations and that the scouting parties, he was kind of getting lost or getting away from them again. Farther and farther away scouting. from them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like getting distant. So I was like, okay, that's, that's not necessarily a, a good thing here. And then with Sadius, he almost turned away from this confrontation. Right.
0: Well, he almost did. And you, like you, he, you, pointed out that he scuffed his foot, alerted Sadius foot. His, uh, uh, presence. You know, it's funny you, you say that because yeah. we didn't really talk about this yesterday, but, um, you know, he. He's starting to feel a little bit overshadowed by um, by Shalon, but I like how Sanderson mm. writes these characters who are not perfect. Like none of these characters are perfect, right? And mm-hmm. of the characters who are yeah. close to being perfect in this series, Adolin Colin is probably mm. one of them. And then we see yeah. a little bit of his maybe pettiness or maybe jealousy. That mm-hmm. Shallan is maybe more important than him now. And that yeah. is like almost a precursor to him showing really how imperfect he is when he decides, you know, I'm not as honorable as my father thinks I am. Right. And then he kills What Sadius. a great line. Yeah, it's, so, it's such a good line. What right? a great line. My father thinks I'm a better man.
1: But unfortunately for and you, he is, but unfortunately for you, he's, <laughs> he's wrong. Isn't that awesome? Wow. Yeah. It's so great. Well, it's awesome. It, it still gives me the goosebumps, but like yeah. it's, I'm, I'm nervous about it. Big, big surprise. Jack's uh, nervous about something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be highly suspicious of everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, do
0: you want to, uh, uh, so
1: what, what to say about the four It's a great ending. It's a great book. Um, I've got more to say whenever we do the round uh, like the roundhouse, I guess, on the roundhouse? Is this uh, particular is this karate? Or round- are we doing wh- wh- are we doing martial what arts? What are we calling it? The round table. What are we calling this? The round table, that's it. There's or like the, the wrap up pod
0: day. at the end of the, uh, the, the the wrap up. The roundhouse. We're gonna call <laughs> yes. it the roundhouse from now the on. The roundhouse. It's literally <laughs> it's just the Jean Claude Van Damme uh,
1: I didn't just want a round table. I wanted the whole house to be round. It's just the whole is what, is It's what like I Knights wanted.
0: of the Roundhouse. Everything it's just in it. Circular King Arthur. Historical. Yes. And the Knights of the Roundhouse. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and the Knights of the Round House. It's just Smurf dwellings, it's just circular mushroom houses. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've, uh, I think okay, we've I, uh, given enough people here, now I'm, I'm, to, we've given them about nine minutes past time to join up sure here. We sure have. Thanks for waiting, everybody. So yeah, now nine now that we the, the last time I'm pretty sure I really stretched out the time to make you wait for the livery, but now we're kind of doing it to them. It's a little mean, but let's, <laughs> how about we get to it?
1: Let's jump into this thing. Okay. okay. Art and expectation. Oh, what is the expectation? What's my expectation? What's, whatever, what's yours? Whatever what's you your do, expectation? my expectation
0: is for you to read each paragraph on its own without your eyes wandering ahead down the page. That's oh, my no.
1: expectation. No, no, I, okay. I won't, and I'll uh, be stopping, I'm sure. I'm just trying to take a look at this artwork to see if there's anything to infer from it that might be a little unique.
0: It's the classic swords. Um, This is a classic see em- the emblem of... Of the Stormlight Archive, there is a way deeper meaning, and we just have not—that's not part of the show that we've covered. We've never covered these, yeah. these symbols or even the relief work. Um, there, I'm sure there are other podcasts that do. Um, we just—we never took the time to do it in the first season, and mm. have not yet corrected that mistake since. So.
1: Hmm. I, le- I I still like this uh, dual pupil mm-hmm. image. Yeah, it's just neat. a little yeah. creepy, but okay. Let's get into it then. Epilogue Art and Expectation. A blind man awaited the era of endings, Wit said. Oh, Wit. Of course. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, sorry, I had to stop right, right there, Wit. A blind man awaited the era of endings, Wit said, contemplating the beauty of nature. Silence. That man is me, Wit noted. I'm not physically blind, just Spiritually, And that other statement was actually very clever, if you think about it. Silence. This is a lot more satisfying, he said, when I have intelligent life whom I can render odd, rapt with attention for my clever verbosity. The ugly lizard-crab thing on the next rock over clicked its claw, an almost hesitant sound, you're right, of course, Witt said. <laughs> My usual audience isn't particularly intelligent. That was also the obvious joke, however, so shame on you. So he, he's having a conversation with this little this little creature? Is this is that what's happening here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's It's awesome. That's yeah, great. Having a back and forth with it. the lizard. Yeah. The ugly lizard crab thing. That's a that, that's a mugger t-shirt I want. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, (laughs) the ugly lizard crab thing scuttled across, across its rock, moving on to the other side. Wit sighed. It was night, which was normally a good time for dramatic arrivals and meaningful philosophy. Unfortunately for him, there was nobody here upon which to philosophize or visit, dramatically or otherwise. A small river gurgled nearby. One of the few permanent waterways in this strange land. Extending in all directions were rolling hills, furrowed by passing water and grown over in the valleys with an odd kind of briar. Hmm. Very few trees here. Though farther west, a true forest sprouted on the slopes down from the heights.
0: Can we take a a second here to think about what we've read? Um one of the things that first jumped out at me is um a blind man waited uh awaited the era of endings contemplating the uh, beauty of nature um wit already had this conversation he told this story to shalon remember asked Shalon if, you know, um, if a sight is taken from someone, can they still see beauty? If sound, like if hearing is taken from someone. Right, like right. That the, the right. they were, con- these two men were contemplating beauty and they were trying to figure out if you could still see beauty. This is like, you know, legit one of the first big moments, I think, for you in this series right. when you equated this to the things that were going on with your home and your personal life. And mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to bring it up because it's it's very interesting that he's bringing back this idea of contemplating beauty. But this way, he's contemplating the beauty of nature. So it's very similar, but a little different as well. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, too, is I love this here. He says... Um, it was, uh, it was night, which is normally a good time for dramatic arrivals and meaningful philosophy. And I feel like this is a callback <laughs> to the last epilogue we had when he was sitting at, in that town with his, uh, his, right. uh, his loot or whatever, and uh, Tolanel, uh, Herald of War, showed up and he was contemplating philosophy with those guards. So that's a little downgrade. He's now contemplating with lizards, but I just, <laughs> I thought it was really funny that he's kind of doing the same thing. It's funny how your focus is there. My,
1: my focus is on this gurgling river. I, I can't quite get that out of my mind right now. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just yeah. There's there's a gargle. Oh, sorry. I think I I was mixing up in my mind. Uh, gargling, gargling, and gurgling. <laughs> So this this gargling. Like the, <laughs> Brandon Mr. Sanderson's thinking, D- does does the river gargle or gurgle? Or gurgle. I think it gargles. I th- I think it gargles and then
0: the editor changed it. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, uh Way <laughs> of Kings Prime, like the first <laughs> is gargling and they yeah. changed it to gurgling, yeah, probably. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
1: Okay, so hang on here. Um very few trees here. Hmm. Though farther west, there was a true forest that also piques my attention. But it's also that it was a strange land. Mm -hmm. Okay, how strange is kind of what I want to know. What's what? That's what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, how strange. Aside from the conversation with the uh, what is it now, the the ugly lizard crab thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, continuing on here, a couple of songlings made rattling sounds nearby, and he took out his pipes and tried to imitate them but he couldn't, not exactly. The singing sounds were too like percussion, a zipping rattle, music, but not flute-like. Still, the creatures seemed to alternate with him, responding to his music. Who knew? Maybe the things had a rudimentary intelligence, those horses, the reishadium, those had surprised him. He was glad that there were still some things that could do that.
0: That's cool, eh? That's a great line. the you know ho Hoyd Wit comes off as this silly fool who is also kind of all knowing mm. we've we've just you know just, um compared him to the yeah. fool in king lear before the the only person that makes sense in a land of the, that, that doesn't um right he right. um he seems to have all the answers even though he might not want to share them with anybody but i like the fact that there's shady somebody that's like
1: that's very bored like he seems bored yeah like he's waiting for something to happen
0: He's like that bully yeah, I mean, like in ninth he, grade who's just smarter than everyone else and he just b- picks on people because he's yeah. like, I've got like a you know, 35-year-old man intelligence, but I'm stuck in ninth grade. But I, I like here <laughs> that, he, that that the Rashadium um, was something that he kind of hadn't expected, something that surprised him. It makes yeah, the Rashadium even more more interesting, I think.
1: And of course, they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll never be able to get that bit out of my head when Adolin was fighting and lost uh, Sureblood. Sureblood, yeah. Um, yeah, he was glad that there were still some things that could do that. So yeah, that for me, is, it, it's like he's, you know, he's waiting for someone to be impressive. Shallan was impressive to him. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm. He finally set down his pipes and contemplated an audience of ugly lizard crab things and songlings was some audience, at least. Art, he said, is fundamentally unfair. One songling continued to creak. You see, we pretend that art is eternal, that there is some kind of persistence to it, a truth, you might say. Art is art because it is art, and not because we say that it is art. I'm not going too quickly for
3: you, am I? There was a creaking sound. Good,
1: but if art is eternal and meaningful and independent, why does it depend so damn much upon the audience? You've heard the story about the farmer visiting court during the festival of depiction, right? Greek,
0: but with a question mark this time. Greek with a question mark? Yeah,
1: that's that. That's that's really cute. Yeah. So far, that's that's my favorite highlight. Um. Oh, it's not that great a story. Utterly disposable. Standard beginning, the farmer who visits the big city does something embarrassing, stumbles into the princess and completely by accident saves her from getting trampled. (laughs) Princesses in these stories never do seem to be able to look where they are going. I think perhaps more of them should inquire with a reputable lens maker and procure a suitable set of spectacles before attempting any further traversal. (laughs) Of thoroughfares. I just love the way Wit, yeah, he's, Wit banters. He's great. I, just, I love it. He's just, yeah. He's verbose, but he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a delight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as this story is a comedy, the man is invited to the palace for a reward. Various nonsense follows, ending with the poor farmer wiping himself in the privy with one of the finest paintings ever painted then strolling out to find all of the light eyes staring at an empty frame and commenting on how beautiful the work is. Mirth and guffaws flourish and, and bow. Exit before anyone thinks too much about the tale. He waited. Creek? <laughs> well, don't you see, Wit said, the farmer found the painting near the privy, so assumed... It was to be used for such a purpose, the Light Eyes found the empty frame in the Hall of Art and assumed it to be a masterwork. You may call this a silly story. It is. That does not depreciate its truthfulness. After all, I am frequently quite silly, but I am almost always truthful. Force of habit.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am almost always truthful. Hmm. Not truthless. Expectation. That is the true soul of art. You can give a man more than he expects. Then he will lodge you his entire life. If you can create an air of anticipation and feed it properly, you will succeed. Conversely, if you gain a reputation for being too good or too skilled, beware. The better art will be in their heads. And if you give them an ounce less than they imagined, suddenly you have failed. Suddenly you are useless. A man will find a single coin in the mud and talk about it for days, but when his inheritance comes and is accounted, one percent less than he expected, then he will declare himself cheated. Wit shook his head, standing up and dusting off his coat, Give me an audience who have come to be entertained, but who expect nothing special. To them, I will be a god. That is the best truth I know.
0: It's kind of true, though, right? All the stuff he's saying about audience and... You know, like what we expect, you know, you see a movie, <clears throat> I saw everything everywhere all at once and I didn't expect right. anything from it and I absolutely loved it. And then you go to a theater right. thinking, oh, you know, the, um, multiverse of madness is going to be the, one of the great Marvel movies of all time. And it's just okay. Like, you know, there's, there's some truth to what he's saying here. Um, yeah, I mean, he is, he is, uh, he is speaking about
1: some really interesting things here, um. It's sort of, I don't know, I mean, it, it's speaking a lot to me about his ego. If he does have one, I will be a god. Um, that is the best truth I know. Give me an audience who will, who have come to be entertained, but who expect nothing special.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Silence. He says, I could use a little music, he said, for dramatic effect, you see. Someone is coming, and I want to be prepared for welcome, sorry, to welcome them. Someone is coming.
3: How does he know? I don't know. He knows
0: much. He knew. He knew Talanel Harold of War was coming.
1: Right. The songling obligingly started to started its music again. Wit took a deep breath and then struck the appropriate pose: lazy expectation, calculated knowingness, insufferable conceit. After all, he did have a reputation, so. He might as well try to live up to it. The air in front of him blurred, as if heated in a ring near the ground. A streak of light spun about the ring, forming a wall five or six feet high. It faded immediately. Really, it was just an after-image, as if something glowing had spun in the circle very quickly.
3: Hmm. That's curious. Mhm. A streak of light? A streak not a ribbon. Right. <laughs> hmm, interesting.
1: In the center of it appeared Oh my god, no way. <laughs> I don't I don't believe
3: it.
0: You don't believe it? Uh, I don't believe it. Keep reading. Are you serious? Keep reading, bro.
2: Oh my god. Start
0: that sentence over, please.
2: Um
1: I wasn't expecting that on the top of the next page. Um <laughs> That's crazy if it's uh, okay, I'll uh, try that again. In the center of it appeared Yasna Kolen standing tall. <sighs> Her clothing was ragged and her hair formed into a single utilitarian
3: braid her face lashed
1: with burns she'd once worn a fine dress do you need a
0: second dude do you want do you want a second
1: if i take a second i'm gonna (laughs) i don't know if i can continue okay just keep going then She'd once worn a fine dress, but that was tattered. She'd hemmed it at the knees and had sewn herself a glove out of something improvised. Curiously, she wore a kind of leather bandolier and a backpack. He doubted she'd had either one when her journey had begun.
3: She groaned a long groan and then looked to the side where Wit stood. He grinned at her. She stabbed her hand out in the blink of an eye, mist twisting around her arm and snapping into the form of a long, thin sword pointed at Wit's neck. He
1: cocked an eyebrow. Dude, this is crazy. (laughs) Sorry, I was the last thing I was expecting because I remember I was just I was just telling you that I'd got to the end of the the previous chapter Mm -hmm. and I resigned to let go of Yasna. Yeah, you just literally
0: just told me this yesterday when we were recording.
1: That's crazy, dude. (laughs) Okay. How did you find me? she asked you've been making quite a disturbance on the other side wit said it's been a long time since the spren had to deal with someone alive particularly someone so demanding as yourself she hissed out a breath and then pushed the shard blade closer tell me what you know wit I once spent the better part of a year inside of a large stomach being digested. What? She frowned at him. <laughs> He's just being wit. Yeah. That's but that's funny. I hope we reference that story. Um or have we?
0: No, we don't. No, I don't think so. No. The large,
1: okay. She frowned at him. That is a thing that I know. You really should be more specific in your threats. He looked down as she twisted her shard blade rotating the tip still pointed at him I'd be surprised if that little knife of yours poses me any real threat Colin. you can keep waving it about if you want though it's funny when he says little knife I immediately thought of Shallan
0: though. right because that's what Marais calls uh, Shallan right right mm-hmm.
1: and it was the little knife that uh, aelan used to kill
3: Sadius right beware the little knife You can keep waving it about if you want,
1: though perhaps it makes you feel more important.
3: She studied him.
1: Then the sword burst to mist, vaporizing. She lowered her arm. I don't have time for you. A storm is coming, a terrible storm. It will bring the Voidbringers to already here. Damnation. We need to find Urthiru and already found. She hesitated. The knights refounded, wit said. (laughs) In part by your apprentice, who I might add is exactly 77% more agreeable than you are. I took a poll. (laughs) You're lying. Okay, so it was a rather informal, informal poll, but the ugly lizard crab thing gave you really poor marks for about the other things. I don't tell those kinds of lies, Yasna. I love that. You know that. I don't tell those kinds those of lies. Those
0: kinds of lies. Yeah, I just, I just, those something about it. It's so, it's nah. great.
1: It's what you find so annoying about me. She inspected him and then sighed. It is part of what I find so annoying about you, Wit. Only a very small part of a vast, vast river. You only say that because you don't know me very well. Doubtful. No, really. If you did know me, the river of annoyance would be an ocean, obviously. (laughs) Regardless, I know things that you do not. And I think you might actually know some that I do not. That gives us what is called synergy. If you can contain your annoyance, we might both learn something. She looked up and, and down and then drew her lips to a line and nodded. She started walking directly toward the nearest town. She had a good sense of direction, this woman.
2: hmm
1: Wit strolled up beside her. You realize we're at least a week away from civilization? Did you need to else call this far out in the middle of nowhere? Else call?
2: hmm
0: we have Did had. you need to in, else call? In the epigraphs that Shalon was reading, um, or we, we got to read from the Words of Radiance book, Else Caller is a knight radiant, is an order of knights radiant.
1: So we. Wit may. Else Caller ha- is an order.
0: Mm-hmm. And so Wit may have just given us the name of Jasnah's ra- uh, Radiant Order.
1: Right. Wow. I was somewhat impressed... Sorry, I'm just having a hard time just processing all this. Mm -hmm. I was somewhat pressed at the time of my escape. I was somewhat pressed at the time of my escape. I'm lucky to be here at all. Lucky? I don't know if I'd say that. Why? You'd likely be better off on the other side, Yasna Kolin. The desolation has come and with it the end of this land. He looked at her. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, she said, until we see how much I can salvage. The storm has come already? The parshmen have transformed? Yes and no, Wit said. The storm should hit Shinovar tonight and then work its way across the land. I believe that the storm will bring the transformation. Yasna stopped in place. That's not how it happened in the past. I have learned things on the other side.
3: You are correct. It is different this time.
1: She licked her lips, but otherwise did a good job containing her anxiety. If it's not happening as it did before, then everything I know could be false. The words of the high could be inaccurate. The records I seek could be meaningless. He nodded. We can't depend upon the ancient writings, she said. And the supposed God of men is a fabrication. So we can't look to the heavens for salvation, but apparently we can't look toward the past either. So where can we look? You're so convinced
3: that there is no God. The Almighty is oh,
1: Wit said, I don't mean the Almighty.
2: Tenevast
1: was a fine pardon me. Tenevast was a fine enough fellow. Bought me drinks once, but he was not God. I'll admit, Yasna, that I empathize with your skepticism, but I don't agree with it. I just think you've been looking for God in the wrong places. I suppose that you're going to tell me where you think I should look? You'll find God in the same place you're going to find salvation from this mess, Witt said. Inside the hearts of men. Curiously, Jasna said, I believe I can actually agree with that, though I suspect for different reasons than you imply. Perhaps this walk won't be as bad as I had feared. Perhaps, he said, looking up towards the stars. Whatever else might be said, at least the world chose a
3: nice night upon which to end.
1: The end of book two of the Stormlight
0: Archive. Yay! You finished
2: it, dude!
1: Yay! (laughs) That is crazy. So, what do you think? That's the last thing I I had expected.
0: Yeah, well, it's well, I
2: mean, it's
1: hilarious geez, that like, you
0: just said to me yesterday, like, I think it's, I think I, that's it. Like, I think I have to give up on Yasna because I'm just, I got to yeah, move on. It's the end I of the had, book.
1: <laughs> I had, I had given up on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I, it just shocked me in the beginning of this book to lose her when I was, I guess so convinced that she would be such an integral part to the story Mm -hmm. um you know I mean anyway I mean I I am over delighted that's this this book is uh truly exceptional
0: I love the part when she's I mean, like, to, "The Void Bringer's coming." He's like, "Yeah, i already here." Damnation! We need to find Eurythmio. Yeah, already found the nice all, radiant there. Already re- refounded. I just love that part so much. It's so funny. It's so
1: good. It's so good, Sean. It's so good. I mean, losing her in the beginning and then finding her yeah. in the end. Come on, yeah. That's
0: before we. Uh, before I ask you about highlights, let's uh, let's cover this this last image here. That's at the, at the end of the book.
1: Okay, sure.
0: It's the, um, well, the glyph hang pair. On. So, okay, it's like two glyphs kind it. of together.
1: Uh, almost there. Oh, yes, okay.
0: So this is the catet, that, um, the catet that happens throughout all the parts, the five parts, right? A light, winds approach, deadly approaching, winds alight. Remember we discovered that in the first book. Well, Sanderson has continued this, right. in this, this book as well.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. We've had this name before too, right? This Nas. Na- is it Nash? Yeah. Nas, Nas is Nas. the
0: um, the same person who has been sort of slipping in these little um, writings and uh, pictures inside this book. One of the ones we had from him was he was one of the people that uh, recovered that sunken page of... Uh, drawings mm. of pattern. Remember, he said, "Oh, you're, you're going to owe me a new coat." remember the, the part of the uh, the page was oh, all yeah. like blacked out because yeah. it looked like it had been water damaged. Yeah, there's a couple of moments yeah, like that right. through to this book that he that he that this character Nas. I'll just say they because we don't really mm. know anything about Nas, but um, that right. Nas has made an appearance. There's also some people think that Nas is actually in the book. There's a part in the book earlier where. Um, someone, one of the ardents have come to draw their tattoo that they got and mm. bridge four kicks that person out. And some people think that that could be not right. trying to document the, uh, the actual, uh, bridge four tattoo. So it's really, really interesting. I love this part here. It says this katek was written on light day. Jesra uh, 1173 uh, F4 adorns the cover of Navani Colin's personal journal. And right. um, it's the glyph is of the cadet. We're, uh, we're drawn in the shape of two storms crashing into one another, which is really, really awesome. This is like her. That is awesome. She wrote a personal journal about what led to the, the arrival of the ever storm. So ever the mm-hmm. ever the scholar Navani Colin, just really awesome. Oh, wow. There is a huge, huge rumbling of thunder outside my house right now a gigantic oh (laughs) oh yeah like that just scared me there must be a storm outside so we are gonna have to try to wrap this up as quickly as possible because if i don't i may lose power and then this whole thing could be for naught so i'm gonna take a quick second i am in
1: total shock sean i just i can't even i can't even tell you what i'm feeling right now it's crazy I, I can't, I
0: can't even, I can't even believe it. No, of course you, you, I mean, this is, this is what most people were waiting for you to read the entire book was the, I got so many messages, not just from the Patreon team, but for everyone like outside on Reddit, on uh, Twitter, is Jack going to re- yeah. live read the epilogue? Is he going to re- live read the epilogue? Everyone knew your connection to Yasna and wanted you to read this so bad. It's so funny. I just had i my all of my thoughts
1: for the end of this book, uh, left the chance of Yasna coming back. I just after everything that we went through, and I kept talking to you about it, and you know it was kind of like you yeah. know, with my Navani, my my Navani mm-hmm. silliness. So I just sort of kind of lost hope in it, and just thought, okay, you know that's it. Like sometimes these things happen, and that's I am. Um,
0: I never had ever thought I was going to talk about Yasna still being around thematically through the book. I sort of stumbled upon it as we were recording, and I realized that, oh, you know what? Gavilar kind of stayed around in the book the first time, too. And I think I might have mentioned it during our coverage of Roya King's. I'm like, and you know what? It's funny. Uh, Oh, Shalon finds the trunk. Oh, it's like Yasna's still there. And then... She has to pretend to be a high lady, you know, uh, uh to be able to get in with Tavlakov. Oh, it's like ya- it's like Yasna's right. still there. And I think I made a joke like it's like she's wearing what what would Yasna do bracelet. And then I right. leaned into that even more to be like, listen, even though she's dead, she's still with us. And like I right. milked the shit out of that for this whole season. You did, dude. Yeah, I, really I don't did. know, man. You, you you kinda had me
1: I think you played a little bit of a role here with me, like letting go. Of her. I think I had over to. the course of of the book, over the of course. course of the book,
0: yes, like of course. it was
1: slow. Like my, my, my hope, my hope for Yasna was much stronger earlier on, and as I approached the end, I literally just told you, ah, yeah, that's you know that what's really ball. funny is
0: there's a moment when we were reading the <laughs> interlude, uh, I, we were covering the interlude for Taravangian, Dude. and Taravangian says something like, you know, he's surprised that Jasnah Colin died at sea. Or that she didn't survive that, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude! I think she survived it." And I'm like, "God damn, Taravangian! You're ruining all my fucking plans." Like all this lead up, (laughs) Taravangian is really not doing well Well, here for me. Well, I was looking for anything
1: that I could grab onto in the text, and that was one of them. Um, And then the other was was when I said to you with regards to Zeth and coming back, Mm -hmm. like once that power had been possible. And knowing how smart Jasnah is, mm-hmm. how could she be tricked or duped?
0: Right. And you were, and you were yeah, you were and so And also,
1: yeah, I don't, you know, she's just, yeah. I
0: mean. I mean, I apologize for me, me leading you that way. In, in, way, in way of
1: Kings, you, you get to, you know, you get to experience Jasnah um, more. Mm-hmm. In this, you lose her for the entire, for the entire book. Mm-hmm. Like she, she is the bookend. Right. Z. Z. <laughs> the bookends of
0: this yeah Z. so i know I this is gonna be the, a kinda weird question but <laughs> what's your highlight for this chapter oh i love this book i love this book it is so good. we'll talk about your book King's... highlights next week when we release our wrap-up pod oh, but this, just for this one this epilogue a, do you have a, a specific um i mean obviously it's yeah uh, isn't well back.
1: i mean <laughs> yeah you, you, you know what it is it's my highlight is reading that moment here with you and with everybody. Mm-hmm. Because I had literally let her go. And I cannot believe it that I read the words as if something glow- glowing had spun in the circle very quickly. And then the next line, I turn... To the next page, in the center of it appeared Yasna Kolen standing tall.
0: See, that's amazing that that line was actually on the opposite Dude. page, because I was worried that as yeah. we were reading that paragraph before, yeah. your eyes would go down and you'd I see. I couldn't see it. That's amazing. It's right at
1: the top. It's right at the top. That's amazing. So I couldn't see it, and I... Wow. Like, what a... Uh, that's... I don't know. I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah. Else collar, radiant. Of course she knew but she she knew, but she is behind because she's asking about all these things. Yeah. We have to get to ur yeah. So Shalon, her little knife, has gone ahead and shone so very bright. She's awesome. Um. So that's going, I'm hoping that, well, I'm hoping that there's a reunion here, but where, where are they?
0: Right. We don't know where they are. We have no idea. No. The, the, the description of where they are is so vague. It, it could be literally in the Frostlands. It sort of would make sense if they mm. were there because she sort of right. disappeared from the boat off the coast of the Frostlands. So it makes sense that maybe she'd come back. Now, I will tell you this there is a secret chapter that I am going to get you to read this summer. It's only online. It's secret It is oh. exactly what happened to Yasna. While she was no gone, way. it's not the whole; serious? it's not everything that happened to her. But it's a chapter. Great. So, yeah, we will read oh, the secret wonderful. chapter, and we'll, we'll, that'll be wait. like a bonus episode sometime in the ne- uh, over the course of the next a uh, uh, bunch of weeks. I'm so we'll happy. Off, so. <laughs> yeah. So my um, my highlight—I like, uh, know that I don't want to take away from your you guys and the thunder yeah. here—but my highlight, no, 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 no. Go, go ahead. Go I ahead. I love ahead. when Wit says that you're looking for God mm. in the wrong places, right? And that you can find that Him or God. Uh, them in and the, salvation in the hearts of men. I love that in the hearts of men. It's yeah. amazing. That's really good. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, now that's obviously a, you know, a second to it coming back. Hopefully you're not going to look for God actually in the hearts and you're going to be like digging through the hearts. Well, isn't like that why, doing, uh, isn't that his why his they isn't that why they, uh, um, do the whole <laughs> chasm fiend thing. They're looking for, uh, it's like, oh, there's a heart. Uh, there's a gem heart. Maybe God's in there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, that's the end of the, the chapter, info. I guess. Um, so yeah, let's uh, quickly do a, uh, an info dump. Uh, this info dump is brought to us yes. by uh, Buzz yes. Killjo. Uh, thanks again, Buzz, for doing all the hard work and for me to get all the glory. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> so Gliss is the name of Ra- uh, Renarin's Radiant Spren, which is really Renarin's, awesome. Yeah. And uh, we find uh, that he is a truth watcher. Um, Dalinar's Spren is yeah. the Stormfather, but we kind of talked a little bit last night during D&D that maybe the relationship between Dalinar and the Stormfather is not exactly the same as a radiant Spren relationship. Right. It's maybe more of like a, an agreement, a partnership kind of thing. But he's a bondsmith. Right. Um, uh, we have, um, oh, we have the Dalinar saying that holding Stormlight does not feel like the thrill, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. the name of the emperor of Azir, which we remember from our Lyft, uh, interlude is Gox, which is awesome. Right. A, a small character that we meet in one of the interludes now is literally the emperor of a whole nation. So that's going to be really nation. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Lopin claimed that his I hope, name. I hope we get more lift. Right. Well, well, I'm sure hope, well, we're going to be reading, uh, Edge Dancer. Edge Dancer is all lift. Oh yeah, it's a lift novella. I I, maybe I right. shouldn't have said that. Maybe that's a spoiler. But no, it, uh, I don't think that's, it too much is. is <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. It'll <laughs> be all about
1: her. Good,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, great. Good, um, so uh, Lopin claims that his name should be added to the lift uh, list of Alethi kings. Of Alethi kings, right. Of course. Um, the uh, Everstorm <laughs> is a new thing, but of old design. Um, so it's like mm. you know, and Wit and Yasna uh, kind of say it in this last epilogue that things are not going, this is not how it happened in the past. This is new. You know, desolation, they beat back the Voidbringers, the Voidbringers come back, desolation again, they beat back the Voidbringers, but this time something's different. Um, she says that's not how it happened in the past. She learned some stuff from some of the Spren when she was over in Shadesmar. So, yeah, um, uh, what do we have here? It seems like there is an elevator, a Fabrial, an elevator Fabrial inside Urthiru, which is really amazing. Um, it looks like they there is a Oath Gate in Kolinar, but it is currently locked, which mm-hmm. you know could be um, something for the future to think about. Um, and then for the uh, uh, rest of it here, I have obviously um, Elskal seems to be some kind of surge. Uh, we do know that Else Collar mm-hmm. is a Knight's Radiant Order, and that sounds like it could be Yasna's. Songlings are, um, you know, tiny little creatures that sing and doobly doos. Uh, Creek. C- c- uh, obviously, the Creek. Yeah, with the question mark. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. Ivory is, uh, let's just remember, Ivory is Yasna's Spren. So we will. Um, right. She drew her, she made her shard blade appear, and that's from her Spren Ivory. Um also the name Tanavast um has been named Tanavast is another right. name for the Almighty and we know another name for the Almighty was Honor we're not sure exactly why so many names maybe that'll be explained to us in the future right and then yeah. um and then Nas, uh Naz at but the end But didn't Ned say
1: something curious about Tanavast?
0: Yeah he said um at the end he said that he
1: was not Yeah he says mm. I have it right Something here. kind of cryptic there. It was interesting. It? It's on the very like last. he
0: was a good fellow, but he's not a god. Yeah, but I had I shared drinks with him.
1: Tanavast was a fine and a fellow, bought me drinks, right? But he was not god. He was not god.
0: Yeah. So, right. but it sounds like Tanavast was at the very least a name for the Almighty, <laughs> a name for honor. So. Um, yeah, Botany and tricks. then uh, Nas is the um, <laughs> uh, person who um, obviously found. He has like a note from Navani's journal. He's got notes of some of Shalon's work. So this is another mysterious character, kind of working in the background that we really mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. hear about in these images, which is really really interesting. So, so yeah, that's the end of the info dump. Um, if we have enough time here. I'd really like to say hi to all the patrons, I, uh, especially because most of them are actually listening right now, live, either on the Discord or <laughs> on YouTube. So let's try to get through this uh, uh, this list quickly before the storm outside knocks my power out. Want to say hello to Amigo Cat and Scorpio Two Forty Five, Sandra G, Alex Coza, Stephen. Kiula, sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, Shanita, uh, Shaniti, I don't know, man. I'm worse. I'm the worst at this. I am the. the I should gotta hire someone to do this. <laughs> James Wallace, Michael Coiling, uh, Grant Hoffmeister, uh, Yerian. Chloe Lewis, Kyle Wilson, Tony Hernandez, Jesus Rocha, uh, Rocho, Sarah Marshall, Dark Moon Nightness, Milan Radnovich. Genevieve Blanc. Zachary Lindo, Brian Taylor, Dana Gustafson, Jesse Fay, Cannoli, also known as Liddy Z, um, Jaden Guerra, Ryan Phillips, Savotka Art, sare Six Seven Seven, Sarah Slagle, C Tom Gonzalez, Mark Pinto, Jordo, Maria Verum, Lawrence Bradley, Cody Logan, Jonathan Whittington, Tommy Turpin, Itzizer, Julia Peeble, or Pebble, or she told me how to say her name properly. It's like, mm. um. It's like little, so it's Julia Peddle? I don't know. Sorry, Julia. Justin Elliott, Laura, Kevin Friday, Riley Donlin, Chris Whaley, um Omni Orcus, Alex Guerin, James Johnson, Andrew Woods, James M, Valkov Marin. We have three pages of names now, bro. It's, like, ridiculous. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Amazing. Thank you to everyone. Chelsea Walker, James Pryor, names. Chad Kirkman, Christopher Bagley, Megan Lloyd, Richard Featherson, Ilya Serden, Daniel Lee, Elvira, Denver Rose, David Clamage, Andrew S., Pac-Man in Idaho, Jason Stock, Ashlyn Lee, Anna P., Joseph Bruno, Pat Bevins, Thomas Kovar, Matthew Eaton, Cosette, James Reed, Jean-Marc David, Steph Baum, Alex Trant, Joey Willen Will- Willman, Willman, Jo- Joey Woman, uh, J- Christopher Jack, Ratman, P. Flume, <laughs> Brandon Comer, Jasper, Silver Lumos, Joshua, Nasala, Ryan, Josh, Alexander. See, these. this is the part where it's really easy because it's just first names. Ryan, Josh, Alexander, Janzy, Wick, <laughs> D- Joseph Mingoya, Alex DeFour, Daniel Widen, uh, N- J- D- Daniel Widen. That's like hidden. Daniel Widden, Werewolf Will, John M., Jake DeFio, Robert Gobel, My Mom Sue, Ari Zoo, Bruce Rogers, Joel Hayes, Don Chalice, Mr. Murasami, Christian Pappy, no, 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 Jack's <laughs> Wife Linda, and our best mm. friend, Mike. So thank you very much everyone for being part of the Patreon team. We really, really appreciate it. And if you wanna be part of the Patreon team and have a chance to be able to listen to this live read when we do the next uh, uh, parts of these uh, these books and do live reads, if you wanna be able to join in the fun and sit around and listen to us uh, be stupid, um, you can <laughs> join the Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash heroes of. Uh, we would really appreciate it. If you wanna reach out to us at herosofacatherade um, at gmail.com, you can. You can hit us up on Twitter at heroes of one, you can find us on the storm pod at uh on instagram or just join the uh, subreddit that's uh it's start we' just got a hundred people on the subreddit which is uh, another a little amazing thing that's happening right now so it's really really fun um so you have finished <laughs> the, the book the memes. The it, memes and then there's memes coming hot and heavy these memes um so love them. here it is you have finished the book yes, but we have not finished the I season have so next week we're going to record no. a little wrap up pod where we're going to talk about the whole book as a whole. And like we do at the right. end of every chapter, we talk about highlights at the end of this book. I want you to give me some, mm-hmm. you know, three or four kind of key highlights of the book. Give you the goods. Yeah. We'll talk mm-hmm. a little, maybe a little bit more about perspective and how we kind of stumbled upon that during this book. And, um, mm-hmm. then we're going to have a conversation with Joel about theories and predictions and some of his favorite ones that uh, were successful and some of his favorite ones that failed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so everyone please tune in next week for that, uh, that's, amazing um dude i'm so excited this book is over i'm i'm tired bro um (laughs) (laughs) i'm i wish we could do it all over again yeah let's let's just reread reread well reread it uh, was amazing it's such
1: a great book i mean it's it's amazing i cannot believe it i was so surprised um yeah i mean i think uh when I was chatting with a few of the of the, the of the the members of the of the community, about what their favorite books were, the answers were, you know, spread out across all the books, right, right. Um, but it was, uh, I believe, it was Joel that said that this was his favorite, and
0: uh, yeah, I mean,
1: right now, I have to agree.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. Well, everyone, yeah. thank you very much for listening to the show. We really appreciate you. We love you very much. Till next time.
1: Take care everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Acathra.